0: Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian
1: scallion, Paul DeGracco, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe. I like to
2: smoke them like the Churchill, yeah. like Take my big
0: cigar. My cigar Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Honest Abe here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida with episode number 447 of KMA Talk Radio. And as always, I am joined by my trusted gang, the Italian scallion himself, Paul DeGracco, and the man they call the GOAT, Alex Tavella. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Paul, you're uh bright and early, peppy. huh? Paul's looking peppy I, today because I'm beating peppy, ready to go. The show was
3: like I didn't even I figured I had a few minutes. I was like <laughs> unbuckling my belt to sit down and get
4: come boom, all of a sudden the intro music started. Unbuckling my belt. <laughs>
0: guy, Alex is in I his boxers right now.
4: I was just gonna say I don't have that problem. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> I
0: I had a rough morning.
4: Did you? We've been up since probably six thirty, and we had a, a parents' night out. So we, my Steffi and I, went out with our friends from Boston that flew down, and uh, a couple of other friends, and we stayed out. It was a late night for us. We were here at eleven. We were back at eleven. My parents babysat. Just out in Wellington, we we had dinner at um, Franco's Italian Grill, really nice place, and uh, had a couple of drinks over at Ali's, one of Abe's
0: hot spots in Wellington. That's like the only spot in Wellington, really.
4: I was
2: gonna
0: say I feel like there, there's not much in Wellington. There's well, there's a couple of well, decent restaurants. Like yeah, other yeah. Than, other than Ollie's, and uh, what is there?
4: If you go sometimes at believe it or not at that uh, that China, uh, Chinese Chinese um, that uh, sushi place Kabuki, that bar has a little That's bit of okay to it.
0: It's okay, but their menu gets boring.
4: Then there's a dive bar. Uh, on Forest Hill called uh Wayback, the Wayback Tavern, I think. It's in like an office building. That place it is always like hopping. There's always live music like there. Way back. It is, but it's back it's good.
0: Dive bar. Brandy. Dead. Brandy actually brought the conversation up to me about looking uh-huh. at some homes where you live. And I said, absolutely, positively fucking not.
4: Well, you could move to the rich people area that they're building now. Then uh, you'll be far away. You're only we, like a quarter of a mile away.
0: i it's still too close. <laughs> Absolutely, positively. I said, you know, Paul lives here. Yes. said, Nope. <laughs> nope. She's got some friends that live here, though. That's probably why that's she who probably it. talked in her ear.
4: Yeah.
0: It's, it's, I, but but it, you, you're like really like because like right now I consider like Wellington the fringe. Like we're on the fringe, fringe it's, of the it's, universe. Fringe.
4: I'm what? I'm probably seven minutes from your house, maybe maybe less without like. Is it only traffic, seven? Like, I kind of told her it yeah. was way out there. No, no, no. It's not. It's just it's the light past Lion Country Safari, basically. But that's, I, I think from your, from I was on You're off of the other Southern? Day. Yeah, we're right on Southern.
0: It can't, it can't be yeah, seven. So minutes, now you're, out it takes seven minutes up. just to get to Southern from my house. Absolutely. It takes
4: 12 minutes for me to get to my old house from here. I was right by your your house the other day, and I, I think it was maybe ten minutes. Mm. I mean, I wasn't in like your neighborhood and stuff like that. I wasn't like you know it's watching too close. or anything. I mean,
3: <laughs> you see, if you live close enough, where there's enough space to have a lion country safari, just you're just you're kind of on the fringe.
4: Just well, I listen, it is it is out the there. Party. Yeah, you know I mean? and the difference—the difference between where you live, Abe, and where I used to live by you, and here with the bugs is unfreaking believable. It is—I it, feel like I'm in the jungle. The, the yeah. bugs, and still today at 46 degrees, I have guys working in the house today. They came in. There's, there's flies in here. I have a—I don't have it in here. I have a gun that, that shoots salt that I'm killing oh, flies with every day. It's it great, work? but I
0: want, yeah.
4: Eh, it works, but you have to get them like head on, man. Like a lot of times, you'll you'll like just barely hit them, and they keep flying. And what becomes like, of the salt? That's why
0: Brandy wouldn't let me get one. I want yeah, to get one. I'm not having salt all over my house. Are you crazy?
4: It's it's less. It's a pinch of salt, though. Like when you see what what it puts out, it's not that much.
0: Until but you miss, that's why you get a Roomba. Somebody,
4: you, you get a Roomba, and they clean it up.
0: In response to Cordy, I'm schnazzy because i got a function to go to after here today.
4: I know. I, but, I feel so underdressed.
0: Normally, I'm in sandals and uh, you know shorts and stuff. But though, no shorts today, man. It was cold this morning. Yeah, it's, a little, it's a little brisk.
4: 46 little brisk here now. this morning when I went outside. The dogs wouldn't go out. I had to kick them out of the house to get them to go outside. A lot, lot of socialite
0: robe posts this morning on Smoking Social.
4: Oh, yeah. Perfect day for a socialite robe.
0: I wanted to wear one on top, on top of all this. It was cold. In the you know, it been fine. That's acceptable. It was cold.
4: It was a little cold this morning. Was we're, it? we're saying it's cold. All our friends up in New York are dealing with two feet of snow today and, and nine degrees.
3: Well, listen, if, this, if it's this cold now, I mean, it is without a doubt going to be our freezing when the sun goes down. Our oh, version yeah. of freezing.
4: Yeah, I think it's Not supposed to get down it. below 40 tonight. So, well, bundle up. Put the heat should on. We, should we? Should we let the
0: KMA listeners who are uh, involved in TGS give them an update on the changes we made yesterday? What it looks like it's going to happen. I mean, it is definitely going to happen from this point. Is it going to happen? Uh, so, I don't uh, see it, it not happening at this point. I think it's a better move. Yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah. Now, don't zoom me in, dude. I don't like to zoom in. Keep it out. <laughs> see your reactions. I'm too early in the morning to be zoomed in that close to my face. So. Um, we had a three and a half hour meeting with the production company yesterday, and um, it looks as if the logistics of doing the outside, separate kind of virtual studio area is not going to happen. So the Michael Herclotz interviews and and, and, and the, the virtual stuff is still going to go on. It's just we're going to have like a little separate room to have those interviews that didn't interfere with the Great Smoke. And after we kind of talked about it, and actually Alex kind of convinced me on it because I thought that the interviews done during the Great Smoke will kind of dampen the mood but the Michael videos uh, interviews are just going to happen on the main stage during the event so it's going to be public and open to everybody there so if you bought a ticket uh, we'll send out emails but anybody who bought a ticket for the the special um, virtual, who are coming live for the special virtual interviews you'll get a refund in an email explaining the situation but oh yeah fun TGS year this year
4: (laughs) What, it just be logistically, it would be a nightmare, right?
0: Man, it is problematic. And then the change of venue you made it worse for that part of it. But it's just like one one thing after another. This, year. Just, This this without a doubt, is, has been logistically one of the most. But still,
3: year. I feel like this change, it makes it an overall better show. We'll find it, out. And
0: then we'll I we'll think find so. out. I mean, it's one of those things you really won't know 100% until after the fact, you know? It's like Foghat. I remember when you got Foghat, I thought that was a great idea. It was an epic, bad idea.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's because it was the end. Everybody was out. They've been there for five hours. It, it was shit. an hour
0: show by Foghat, private showing. Yeah, and okay. We, it, we did, you know, didn't I didn't
3: think they would stick around? I think they played Slow Ride first. Everybody was out after
0: that. Nah. But um, we'll see. I mean, I, I think it might be cool. It might be cool. I think everybody might be. The interviews were were uh you know i think a, a big high point of last year's tgs and and everybody really really enjoyed them so it could be something that the masses there who will be there live would enjoy actually seeing during the course of the great smoke being it's all in one building it might be easier and, and a more functional pull off but we're gonna find out man it's gonna be a year of a lot of firsts this year does that
4: does this mean that my services are no longer needed no nothing no. changes oh, right. with
0: respect to you and kim it's just Mike was going to have a home base of a little studio, and now his home base is really going to be on the floor. And then when he does his interviews, okay. we're going to bring like a, a, a quick set up on stage where he, him and whether it's Eric or soccer, whoever it is, will sit up there. And then, but instead of that just being broadcast virtually quietly to everybody at home, it'll still be done that way, but everybody there is going to be watching it or have They'll that. We watch it too. Okay. Yeah.
4: I think that's good. Yeah. You yeah. have to get a live studio audience.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've never kind of done that in The Great Smoke. It's always been like a live festive thing constantly going on. So we'll just see how it goes.
3: Okay. Yeah, but like I said, I feel there's a lot of time when you're just kind of chilling. You want to sit down and take a break. So to have something to watch while you're just kind of sitting down taking a break.
0: That's why That's why I always like to have think tanks because that's a perspective I don't have. Alex. You don't ever get that, right, because you've right. never been a consumer. Uh, there's the never Smoke. a you know, downtime moment. So right. I'm like, you know what are you talking about? So I never have the perspective of a consumer, you know, there in that sense. So, right. Alex, is like right. Alex has been there as a consumer. He's like, yeah, man, there's times where, it's like, you know, you just sit around, there's really nothing going on. So. Yeah, that's true. We'll see if that fills up. So that'll be, interesting. especially
4: towards the end, towards the end of it. It's usually waiting for the, for the raffles at that point. Right. So the okay. last, the, the last, at least like 45 minutes of it is definitely kind of just people just walking around or sitting down, chatting, whatever, well, like,
0: the we changed that too. We changed the raffles. Yeah. We changed the raffles. There's a lot more going on this year. There's six shows, right? So there's like two steel drum shows, two fire dancer shows, and two hula girl shows that are spread out throughout the day. So it, hula it's girls. yes, it's gonna be constantly moving, you know, and time will run with us. I'm pretty sure it will. But um, yeah, man. This is Do the week. Do we need weekend. to interview
4: the hula girls probably at any time or
0: no, probably.
2: Yeah, I'll
4: course. I'll take that I'll I'll handle that I'm sure uh <laughs> Tim, Tim wouldn't mind
0: I pulled up the timeline from last year to start working on it and I started getting flashbacks <laughs> literally I, I I got I got through two segments I walked out there and said, I can't look at that man it just it still hurts to look at that spree
2: I
4: felt I felt bad for you especially the week before because I you had texted me a couple of times the week before the Great Smoke and I remember it was like two thirty in the morning I'm like Are you you're still at work
0: no. No, there's a lot of those. But it's 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 the home stretch. Virtual packs will start getting packed this week. Probably start shipping out at the end of the week. I'll start going out to everybody. Once those start dropping, then uh then then everybody will really get to see firsthand. That's what happened last year. You know, we put up the pack in November. You know, everything that comes in it's November. It's like no one pays attention and then these things start yeah. dropping and people start posting videos. And then we got slammed. We actually closed sales off of of the digital experience like two weeks early like oh yeah we'll we'll leave it open for another two weeks and then we just got inundated with people who came in at the last minute they started seeing everybody's packs and we're like we will never be able to fulfill these and get them out in time to everybody right
4: right right. yeah you want to make sure they have the best experience possible
0: you know listen even last year there were
3: there were guys who ordered late and when we told them like listen you're never going to there's no way you're going to get this in time for the day of the event, and they're like, I don't give a shit, you know, so what? <laughs> pack. pack's worth it. Literally.
4: Literally. Yeah, that's true. That was a good pack last year, too, and the way it was packed, and there was a lot of stuff in that. Well, it's,
3: it's different because, you know, you see it, and we make a graphic, but then, you know, once you get a bunch of people, and they start spreading everything out, and you really get a look right. at, like, you know, all the cigars spread out and the stuff, and then people are like, oh, you know, the pack alone is, is, is worth it, let alone everything yeah. else that comes
0: with it. This is going to be a one heck of a year, and then and, and I already reached the fairgrounds, and no one wants to talk to me now <laughs> because the South Florida fair is going on. But yeah. like, you know, I'm very concerned about the date next year because the TPE yes, the TPE scheduled their event like literally the week we normally do it every year.
4: Oh, huh. which I don't know why
0: they moved from January to February. Could it be like they are they purposely moved it? I doubt it. I but seriously, know. That's a that's a huge move. It's always been in January, so it's kind of weird. But um, so yeah, I'm trying to lock in the week before, you know, because we don't get a lot of leeway in choosing a date, man. It's, it's, no, because
4: they they have events there right. all the time. It's
0: unbelievable. It, it really is. It's kind of like, well, we have this weekend open,
4: okay? When you're not when you're not from here, you you like when I first moved here, I was like, South Florida fairgrounds. What what the hell? They have a whole thing just for the fair every year, like one right. time a year. They have. But there's there's always stuff going on. We bring the kids to stuff there all the time. Every like, Yesterday your village does stuff. Yeah, every weekend. Well, when is Forest the fair? The fair ends this weekend, I think. Sunday. End of
0: January. It ends yeah. Sunday. We didn't go this year.
4: You guys have scared me enough. We've brought them every oh, year. Oh yeah, and then there's a. Uh, it is shady like a, though.
3: I think there's a reptile expo that starts next week. There's always yeah, that's
4: in the parking lot. Something going on there.
0: Coop, Coop with the scoop. I guess they were scheduling issues next January, so they had to move it to mm-hmm. February.
4: There you go. Scheduling issues. Thanks, Coop.
0: Bill, Bill Ragone with his memes lately. I I told him the other day. I said, oh, you fire. know, my wife's gonna, my wife's gonna look for you. Where's that Bill Ravioli guy? You know, <laughs> but he's not coming. He's doing a virtual. Yeah, no, he's virtual. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, maybe he'll come and surprise you.
0: He's here so, sometimes. Here Mateo. That's the same background he's had for like two months now.
3: Yeah, I'm Tgs out until totally after TGS. Then we'll go back to uh Philly landmarks. Philly landmarks.
4: Landmarks? Didn't yeah, you landmarks. have like didn't you have like your old house or something as one of the backgrounds at one point? That's a landmark? Well, la- <laughs> it should have a historical society plaque. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're an important guy. You skipped out on our meeting this week. I didn't
0: realize. Well, I figured is Paul really busting chops about missing. I've a
4: never I've never missed a meeting, just so you know. I have canceled them, but nobody oh, canceled okay, the meeting. Okay, nobody just I'm, I'm sitting them, there I'm like an them. idiot. Nobody all showed all up. All
0: right. all right. I didn't know you were you had that slight, you know deviate, you know, difference of you can just cancel them instead of just not showing up for
4: them. That's a big difference. I let you guys know.
3: Okay. Okay, so here's a typical KMA meeting. <laughs> all gets We're in the middle of doing important stuff. We get on the meeting. Who's on the show? Okay. Do we have an outline yet? No. Do we have an insane outline? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, I'll have it for Saturday morning. You have all any right, talking fine.
0: points? Um, I'm looking yeah, some uh, stuff up. I'll have it ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a right, The <laughs>
4: uh, one week I had it all ready.
0: Where was? Where did I go? I had to pick my kid up. COVID has seriously detriment, put a dent in your KMA uh, work abilities. What? How? How has it been? COVID? I don't know. Pre-COVID, you were always on point, man. When we had meetings here, you would come with the outline in hand. We, we would, dude. Just so you know, we would have. Well, some Adam things. used to print the outlines. Just so you know, he used to print them, print them, but you gave it to him. I mean, you did it. Yeah. And we can't he, remember he, he, every Thursday night, it would all be ready. He'd sit here. Sometimes we'd have an hour meeting, you know, yep. talk about shit, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. After COVID, when Paul stopped having to come here personally, he just stopped. It just, everything stopped.
3: Well, well I, I said this early on in the pandemic, and I still believe it. Th- there are people that are ah, geared and wired to be able to work from home. And there are some that just can't make that transition. And Paul has been working from
0: home, and we see <laughs> the lack in KMA, well, and who knows, with his day job. And let me just say, in my opinion, it's only a very small percentage of people that really have that discipline to work from home in the same efficiency just,
4: as they work. Well, Just so you know, I had the yeah, best we know, you I ever did at money. my old job. You're doing great long, business, long,
0: long, long. yeah, we know. Meanwhile, you cry
3: every month. I think
2: it's even I'm harder. Well, it's I mean, some people
3: are geared for that, and I feel like those are the people that probably do that normally. You know, IT guys work for it, but... It's really hard for an office person to make that transition.
4: It was difficult for me. I didn't want to do it. We no, we see. Derek, what would I, no, I, I, I be
0: smoking this morning? I'm not surprised by that. No. I, I, I have my sexy box right next to my desk.
2: Ooh. You know, everybody's
0: laughing, but Alex, tell him, man. It does feel really self sexy, doesn't it? Is it like it's, a
4: soft touch?
0: Like it's a like, soft like a soft. It's like a soft-touch finish. I don't know what the hell he did, but it's not like normal paint.
3: I got to feel it. So maybe it wasn't the Clyde He's still (laughs) caressing the box. I'm telling you, man. Unless he's dipping into it this
4: morning. Right.
0: If anybody's gotten their boxes yet, somebody please defend me on this. (laughs) This is just a sexy box. (laughs) Phelps. yeah, it does it's not fuzzy like felt, but it's like it's like that soft touch. Soft touch was the best. Yeah, like like when you
4: when you do printing and you do soft touch. Yes, it's exactly
0: know. what it's like. It's got that's what it feels. I like tool.
4: that. I'm I'm into that. And then when they mix that with uh, with some gloss writing or gloss something's gloss on it and they're soft. Oh,
0: delightful. See, Paul can relate. The exactly. things
4: graphic designers get
0: in, get into. All right, we have. Uh, old-time friend and favorite uh oh wait actually we have two guests on today yep uh I, I think it's I think it's Kerr's first time is it I don't know if we ever had Kerr on here uh yeah
4: no remember. he's never been on the show before we're,
0: you know're we're, we're, we're 50 episodes away from 500 Jesus halfway to 500 almost
4: uh, I should probably start working on that now oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah sure sure Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> uh, grew was 400 that's right yeah wow yeah yep.
0: All right, let's. let's, uh, let's uh, I, have
4: a, I have a quick clip to play before we go into the Meet Your Maker clip. Oh,
0: yes?
1: Yeah.
4: Here we play go. My-
1: it's the year 2022. People are still the same. They'll do anything to get what they need. And what they need is Silent Green.
0: I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker.
4: And joining us today on KMA Talk Radio, we have our old friend Kevin Shahan from Cigar Prop and our new friend Caravia Hante from Stogie Road Cigars. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good good,
5: good, 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 morning, guys. Good morning, KMA. Welcome. What a fantastic morning it is. How's everybody doing today?
0: I love Kevin. He can change his own camera views on his own screen.
5: <laughs> That's it. You, 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 well, we can't trust Paul to do anything right. So i got to, i got to, i got to take matters into my own hands.
4: Man, this guy was so nice to me before we started the show, yeah, and here yeah. he just jumps
1: on the bandwagon. <laughs> he turns yeah. like that.
3: Something
5: happens when when you get that KMA music playing. It's just like, God, it's like it's so a <laughs> subliminal make fun of Paul. Is it in the background? I don't know.
1: <laughs> green Green Room Kevin is definitely different than Camera Kevin.
5: Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, he's so he's so uh, quiet and subdued and uh, yeah. gentlemanly. It's usually yeah.
0: the other way around. They'll be yeah. like a little boisterous in the green room and they get on, on the show and they get all like quiet and subdued. We've, and some we've stuff, had right? that before with yeah. guests
4: actually, which is scary. We'll have like a great pre-show interview with them and then they get on the air and they're like, yes, no, yeah. good. You're <laughs> like, oh, great. Well, you guys know. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been doing the show.
1: Kara, how long have you been doing the show with Kevin now? It's been several months. I think, what, Ka, we started in the summer?
5: Yeah, we started in the summer. Uh, it was the uh, uh, the third the third quarter of last year, yeah. um, and then uh, you were still doing your show at the time, and then my show um, as, as well. Small
1: overlap, very small overlap. Yeah, very, before, very small. Before I joined Kevin, I was doing. I I did the uh, Stuggy Road show. I think uh, right when we ended, it was just under five years.
4: And then now now just that you just do the i tap that cigar yeah. show yeah I, I joined okay.
1: Kevin I mean you know we've been friends for a long time he's a great guy in great chemistry and uh, uh, just uh, had a, a shift uh, some some focus with uh, with, with having the business and uh, and joining Kevin and having a great time
5: and then, and then we also do the Broadleaf bullies that's our other show you know, but a, but that's, that's when you that,
1: bring in your spouse therapy. therapy. Yeah, yeah, that's not, yeah that's, Kevin, that's not a yeah. it show, it's therapy. That's our yeah, thing. It, it is <laughs> therapy. It is,
5: uh, oh, them girls, marriage counseling. Yeah, uh, no, no, it's not really counseling. We when, need it after the show. When, when you get two women telling us what we're doing wrong all the time, I guess yeah. it's therapy for them, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
4: it is. It is. That's just our therapy. regular lives. Right. Kevin, yeah. I,
1: Kevin, I need therapy after we do the broadleaf bully show. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
4: I'll tell you what though I've watched that show a few times and I Jess is just she's she's her I mean I assume I mean I've met her a couple times in person yeah. but like her personality really comes through on that show and she's she's I mean she will tell you like tell you say it to you like it is yes. which uh, I think a lot of the viewers enjoy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that that they do. <laughs> now, so
0: when,
5: when go does ahead. that show particularly air cuz I never see could catch that one. So, so that show we film it on Sunday nights, okay. um, and then uh, usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's when it goes live, or that that's when we push it out. I, I I take care of the the YouTube side of it, and then Care processes the audio, and then he puts it out on the podcast side of it. So it's never live. So it's always, always it. pre recorded. Got it. All right, that helps.
0: So Kevin, you, you graced us with this very received, well received uh I guess teaser video last week that you know Paul eloquently timed so well and <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah I do my best <laughs> yes yeah. do, do
5: are you ready to share what's going on with this uh, yeah yeah we're ready to share hey Paul stop zooming in that looks dumb um uh, so, yeah I, I'm, I'm I'm with I'm with Abe I don't I don't like the zoom in thing um so uh <laughs> There, there we go. Is, isn't this better? Does anybody agree in the chat panel? Isn't this, I like this better. You know, it's, a, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think, I think the whole show, we're
0: talking about something sentimental or touchy. It has a good effect. Yeah, yeah. No, no,
5: you're, you're but, right. But Paul
0: has no sense of that timing.
5: <laughs> so, yes. Like, so, I'll be so blowing my that, nose That is not Paul will zoom in on me. That, not yeah.
4: me. that is not me. That is not me. That's Alex taking control. Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so, so Karen and I. We've, we've got a new cigar uh, coming out um, it should be released here hopefully in the next few weeks they're 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 on their way from uh, uh the Dominican Republic and as a cigar care and I are smoking uh, today and this is the the new silent green so um as you can see care's got the uh, the, the silent green background and can I zoom in to see the cigar yes is that okay show us <laughs> that cigar care oh oh yeah
4: uh, we didn't see that don't worry
1: it's yeah. all right. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that that part. Uh, so Kevin so yes, it's, it
5: it says candela green. Everybody thought my one of my first cigars would be a candela, and obviously it's not a candela, but this cigar is the first cigar in the history of the cigar world to have candela as the filler. Some people have used it as a binder or or underneath, like uh, James Sinistro, who actually makes this cigar for us. Um, he has one where it's a double wrapper. and He does. Uh, a candela over a Mexican San Andreas, but uh, nobody has ever used a candela as a binder before or as a a filler. So if
0: I saw the cigar before you lit it, it would be all
5: green. It wouldn't be all green. There would be just, yeah, it's mixed. So so it's mixed
0: in the filler. So it's not
5: all candela filler. It's not, it's not all. I don't know if
1: you can see this, but yeah,
0: I can see it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a zoom in that everyone loves. There you yeah.
0: Go. yeah. So, and, so yeah. And that, that's enough for <laughs> you to get some kind of taste from that.
5: Yeah. So, so we are we're, we're actually releasing three cigars uh, at once and I'll have care talk about that, but, uh, and they'll have varying degrees or, uh, or um, percentages of candela in the cigar. So, oh, wow. the, so, there, so there's three cigars, um, uh, two Habanos, one Mexican San Andreas and they'll have different blends but then each cigar will have a varying amount of candela in the cigar
1: and, and the and, and the idea behind this release is um we're going to allow those uh who who uh who smoked the cigar to vote on which is their favorite cigar and then the the winner is uh that cigar is going to be um, um moved into a, a full production so as Kevin said, we have two habano, we have two cigars with habano wrappers. Um, I'm smoking um, the uh, the habano wrapper um, with about with this has 10% candela in the in 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 the filler. Um, I believe Kevin is smoking one with. Um,
5: which one are you smoking, Kev? Uh, I'm smoking one with 5% candela.
1: Uh, he's smoking one with 5% candela, and then um, the one that I showed you earlier is a, uh, a Mexican San Andres wrapper with five percent candela so uh the 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 blends are a little bit different but it we shifted the the percentage of candela and as you smoke through these three blends you'll be able to uh tell and get different flavors off of each one and uh and we're going to release the packs and and we're going to have a uh qr code that uh, you can scan and go in and answer a few questions and vote on which cigar you like
0: Okay, so the business side of me has a question first, because you say we. What who is we? Have you guys started a new company? Is this a trash panda product, which I would want to talk to you about today if you already talked about it, or is this a completely separate entity you guys have created?
5: This this is this is a Stogie care owns Stogie Road Cigars. So this is this is Stogie Road Cigars. So the, uh, and then Stogie Road is doing a collaboration with Cigar Prop and Cro. So so I, I kind of started the process. Um, with James at Sinistro with the idea. And then way back then I had no way of, of selling cigars uh, uh, or anything and no licensing. Cause this has been going on for a year now. Um, So that's when I got with care and I'm like, Hey, you know, um, uh, would you like this, you know, to be involved in this project? And uh, actually, you know, being that he loves Candela as much as I do, um, he jumped on it and then we you know, started doing some blends and, um, and That's basically where we're at now. So this will be a, a Stogie Road cigar. So that's where people will be able to find it on on his website.
0: Okay, and, and, and excuse me, Kermit. I'm a little bit unfamiliar now. Do you sell other cigars on that site,
1: or is this? <laughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I uh, when I started the uh, the, uh, the 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 Vijante Stogie Road, um, it was to uh, um, bring. Um, boutique cigars and samplers for, for, for folks to try maybe, uh, cigars you can't get anywhere else, or, or it's hard to find in your, in your local cigar shop. So, um, uh, we have a couple of, uh, cigars and brands, um, on, um, on the site. Um, but we don't do boxes. We don't do big orders. We do sampler packs. Uh, so folks can really get an idea of, uh, if I've had a, a guest on the show they, they would be able to find a sampler pack on, on, on the webpage.
0: Got it. So, um, when will these cigars be offered in how they be end end up being to the consumer? Do you have an MSRP? Is it going to come in five packs? Because you want them to try all three or so is it going to come in one pack with all the variations of it?
1: Yeah, they're they're actually, we're going to be, uh, uh, coming out with what we're calling Mm -hmm. a buddy pack, which is going to be six cigars. It's going to be two of each. Got it. Uh, So, so we encourage you to, to grab a buddy and, uh, Uh, buy a pack and sit down and smoke and and enjoy and uh, uh, share any experience and then vote.
0: Do you have a retail what that's going to run yet or not yet?
1: Uh, Not yet. Okay. Unless, so, Kevin, unless Kevin has uh, something that's been rubber balling in his head, which he usually does with that devilish smile. I uh, I,
5: I, 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 don't. I but mean, I don't K- think we K- have K- really, Care K- K- is it. the – he's the business side of this one, so he's – He's going place the
1: onus on my shoulders with that yeah, one. That, <laughs> <thank> <laughs> you, it, it,
5: and I'm sorry if I missed it, but when is this going to be available to people? I, I, I think we're hoping in what about thirty days or so here.
1: In in about thirty days, uh, waiting for the uh, official arrival and landing here in the states. Um, you know, as as you know, with with some of the challenges that have been going on, especially to, to the new year. Um, but uh, it all worked out because the year is twenty twenty two, and as the great Charlton Heston would say, uh, that's when. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's when society needs Silent Green.
5: Yeah, so that that was, that was it was a great tie-in because I said in the movie <laughs> Soylent Green, it was set in 2022, so it was just a, a perfect yeah. perfect tie-in to to the movie and the name of the cigar. So
0: when the consumers get these six cigars, they're then going to scan it and choose which ones they like. Correct? Yeah, well, yeah, they're, the yeah, they're going to yeah. which ones they like the best. Yep. Yeah, they're when going to get, vote for it, yeah. When you get that feedback, obviously, you're probably going to choose the one that was had the most votes, yes? Yeah. That is correct. And then that's going to go into regular production. Now, when you say regular production, is that something that's going to be sold still just on your site? Or is it regular production going to be something that's going to be found in retail shops around the country?
5: Well, that I mean, Care, because um, I don't know if a lot of people know, because Care owns and makes his own cigars. Here's the one I've got for, you know, it's the uh, uh, the Stogie Road This is his, uh, this was actually the, uh, Care came up with the very first Candela, Connecticut barber pole to ever been produced. So he makes his own cigars. He sells them. He is in retailers across the country already. So uh, if if Care decides that. Care uh, does wholesale. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Care does wholesale. So so these will be available, um, uh, I guess, if Care chooses to, you know, um, to have these on retailer shelves across the country. So yes. Okay. Because when, when I hear
0: regular production, I'm trying to determine is this going to be a, a, a like what we call a store exclusive or is it going to be, you know, available to the public? I just wasn't sure.
1: Yeah. Some of the things Kevin and I talked about with the, that next step is to have it available, uh, as you said, David, regular production available for stores to bring in and offer. Um, uh, and then obviously with Kevin's uh, work with Trash Panda, we've, that, that's kind of newer. So we haven't crossed that bridge quite yet. But, uh, you know, the way that this thing is, has been envisioned is um, to produce something very unique. And Kevin had this great idea when he and I talked about it. You know, as Kevin said, everybody expected Kevin to, to release a, a Candela for his first cigar. And, um, you know, his, his first idea was Candela, but it was hidden. It was silent. Um, it's in the it's in the filler, something unique. And um, as as this rolls out and the feedback that we're going to get from it, we do want to make sure that um, the voting comes in. And um, when we get the uh, the blend that uh, that wins, that will uh, make it available uh, and, and put it into production, and make it available for for shops.
0: I, I got to ask Paul, because he did this to me last week. Um, Paul, are you distracted okay. by your dog or one of your. <laughs>
2: No, know I.
0: No, wait. You did this last week where a guest was talking, but you had it zoomed in on me for a minute, listening to the guest doing nothing.
4: No, I have. I had. I was having a technical issue with the with the ads. Okay. So I apologize for that. I was it, just curious. It, it, I
0: let it go last week. I didn't make a big deal about it. But you just did it to me now. I'm like, why is he zooming on me drinking coffee?
4: No, the the, the computer the computer froze and the Palina ad i guess is really big and when it loaded everything froze for me i could just hear i did i saw no video so i got scared and i was like thinking maybe i need to reset or something i don't know but it it, it worked itself out thank god but i got to remember that when that that Palina ad i think is just super high res and it like the whole computer just froze so i didn't even see you moving i had selected care while he was talking but then my computer did the beach ball thing You might it was it
1: was the focus it was the focusing on you abel and how intent and how concentrated you are when you're you listening yeah. it was a big selling point on on <laughs> your involvement and interaction
0: it's a very oh, awkward man. moment for
1: me you, you <laughs> <not speak. laughs> that's <laughs>
0: stuck on my face while the other guy's talking
4: <laughs> i mean awesome. alex could help out when he sees that happen i'm uh, just just saying. I
5: think he Alex was sleeping. Totally did you? Say, everybody? Did everybody think Alex was just sleeping? He was all like, like down. I'm
3: I'm, I'm banged up this morning. Alex, oh, okay. Alex is
0: a little Aaron, Aaron Loomis today. Yeah, okay. listen, that's a great. That's a great
4: I had.
3: I don't know what was going on, but our our web developer was in like panic mode at two thirty. Our overseas well. Our developer. overseas web developer, who you and know, we may have had American. a couple fraud <laughs> charges come in, which happens. Uh, you know, people steal credit cards and and make and, and we catch them and. But, he, I mean, he was literally calling at 2.30 in the morning. I thought the Soviets had, like, taken over
0: the website. And, you know, the way he was calling and messaging, I mean, which he never does. He never, he never he does. Never. That's why said, I woke up at 7, and I'm looking at, we have a group text.
2: Yeah. Sir,
0: sir, are you there, sir? Sir, sir. And then he went he to me privately guy. when right. he didn't answer the group. Sir, sir. I woke up this morning. And I said, what the hell's going on? You know, first thing I did, I went to see if the site was still up. Site's still up. What's, what, what's right, going on? Right, right. I literally, he, he, I was like, he it was texted me, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> I, I just started to fall asleep, like literally because Alex has a hard time sleeping. I just started fading out. I was like 2 in the morning. This guy, not only, you know, because I could sleep through a Facebook page, right? Yeah. But he, he FaceTime dialed him. I mean, messenger called him. Phones but, started ringing.
3: But here's the problem. Here was the problem. You know, so part of how I fall asleep is I listen to podcasts. Or oh,
4: right so your headphones were in. So my
3: headphones are in. So suddenly, all of a sudden, it's ding 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 ding. The phone's ringing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so here I am. You know, like I, hours can I later. just say
4: that one day when Alex retires, I I want to like we should put together the uh, like a, a a page of Alex's side texts from group. From group chats because the side text messages that you get from alex when you're in group chats are some of the most classic and hilarious like you just said he texts you i'm gonna kill this guy he has some really really funny texts <laughs> that he sends me sometimes that we can't share but when we're in a group text with certain people he is he he is funny i have to say well, I mean, it might be
0: sooner than you think he wants to be homeless and play chess for a living <laughs> drink beers out of a paper bag or something It'd just be crazy. <laughs> this is the conversation he has with me the other night when i'm going to work i just think i'm just gonna retire and play chess like i'm gonna be broke and play chess for a living
4: i mean listen goes- do you do you but yeah. you can't do that though you got two kids once they're old <laughs> enough then you can well,
3: that's what i'm saying once they're old enough i'll just you know lose my mind and go sit on the beach in front of a table with a chessboard and you know We've, we've, we've made a conscious
4: decision <laughs> yeah. as soon as our kids are out of this house we're gonna get like a one-bedroom apartment somewhere like we're done we're done with houses already we got another 20 years in here but that's that's our plan we don't need the extravagant lifestyle that my children get to ah, go get a
0: little condo on the beach that's that's, that's wife, exactly it my wife wants to go house shopping i'm like our kids, gonna, we're not 30 anymore. I mean, they're going to be moving out soon one by one. What are we house shopping for?
2: Let's
0: right, <laughs> just wait till they're out of here and we'll go get a place for
4: us. Right. Get a place to get get like a nice like condo on the beach or something like Alex
0: is saying. DR. I want to retire to the DR. That's my goal. would be awesome. You've said that, you've said I, that quite a few I've times. Been, listen, my, my wife's coming around. I think she's open to the idea now. I've been talking about it. Well, I'm tired. The- go go to the DR. Build a castle there and just spend out my days. I have a little cantina called Burritos and Beer. Open when I'm there. <laughs> Close when I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> right. You better hope that my wife isn't
4: watching. Why? And that she doesn't hear that your wife wants to look in our neighborhood because she's gonna start taking her around and introducing her to everybody.
0: Anyways, let's get back to our guests. About <laughs> <you>. <laughs> So, so Kurt, is this the second, like, exclusive brand that you have in, 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 in your, you know, Stogie Road company? Is this the second one, or do you have more?
1: Uh, the, the, this is the second uh, This is the second brand, you know, outside of our, our regular line from Stogie Road Cigars. We have uh, four blends in our regular line, and, uh, um, you know, I was happily uh, uh, working with, with, with those uh, four great blends. And when Kevin contacted me on this one, I thought, why not? I mean, this makes sense. Uh, Kevin's a, a man with a million ideas. And, a million, uh, a million ideas.
2: Abe <laughs> a- <Ape> knows that. <laughs>
1: <You> know. <laughs> the dude sends me a, a- video of I-
0: him getting out of the shower. He's got a shower cap and a towel on. I just had this idea. I was like, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, a million ideas, and uh, and and I really was digging on this one. I, it, it made a lot of sense, and it was so unique. Uh, and when when we start working on the blends and 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 smoking uh the cigar um you could really you know th- you could differentiate between b- between the the, the blends with, with the percentages and um I, I think kevin had mentioned it before you know uh um you, you mentioned it to a few other folks and they just kind of looked at him and thought he was a little bit crazy and we found someone that uh uh shared in 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 the craziness and and it really worked out
5: Care, care was the only one that was on board with this. You know, he was the only one that thought the idea was good. So um, I, what, how did you, do you remember
0: how it entered your mind to use Candela in the filler? You know,
5: um, I don't know, you know, so I, I, I was sitting down with, uh, um, Bradley Rubin and, uh, and, uh, Nish Patel. We were down at uh, Rocky Patel burn in Naples and just bullshitting, smoking some cigars, having some drinks. And, uh, just chatting and uh and, and I and I said I, I that may be the 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 moment that I thought of the cigar, um, but uh, uh in the middle of our conversation we talked about you know Bradley they, they make the filthy hooligan you know they use a, a candela uh, on the barber pole and and I asked them I'm like hey you know what about you know using candela as as the filler of a cigar, and I don't want to say they laughed at me but uh, they kind of laughed at me and it's like, eh, you know, <laughs> like like it, it wouldn't taste good or, or it wouldn't burn correctly. Um, and, and then I'm like, all right, you know, so they're, they're kind of getting into like logistics of how Candela burns and how you use it. And um, they, they, they kind of said no. And I kind of put it off for a little while. Um, and then I, I talked to another manufacturer cause it was still always in the back of my head. And uh, and I approached him about it and he pissed me off to the point to where uh, um, I really wanted to seek someone out to make the cigar. He's like, like, no, it, it's, it's a dumb idea. And we only produce cigars in in the traditional manner of which cigars were designed to be made, smoked and enjoyed. And I'm like, screw you, you know, they make a bunch of different cigars. Everybody's tried something new over the years. And um, that's when I happened to pick up that, uh, that uh, Sinistro, the, the, uh, the, the Mr. Candela, and then I, I know James, and I'm like, God, why didn't I, why didn't I contact James? So, I messaged James, and um, he he thought it was a, a decent idea, but he didn't think it could be produced and made to where it smoked well, you know, smoked good, it burned well. Um, but he says, you know what, you know, it's intriguing, and let me see what I can do. Um, a couple of months later, I met him at uh, uh, Corona in Orlando. He came up with Ram from El Artista, uh, uh from the Dominican and he had some samples for me and he actually said, uh, he goes, man, this cigar is awesome. It actually came out really good. Um, so, so from that point on, he was super stoked and that's when I got care involved and, um, he wanted to come on board. So we tweaked some things, you know, uh, got some, got some more samples and that, that's where we're at today. Yeah. So manufacturer pissed me off and it just, uh, made me want to do it even more. It's funny. Cause I, i share a story that, some
0: people might know by now, but not a lot of people do. And I just want to say good morning to my dad, Raj. Raj, hey. He's in sunny San Diego watching KMA Talk Radio. Roger. So, um, so, I I had a moment like you, right? So, I'll tell the story. Some people may have heard it, but...
4: It's a, a great our, story. It's a great story. A lot story. of our new
0: fans won't know this. So, I'm going back. God, this is going to be 15 plus, maybe 18 years. And we had a guy who had bought... I, I can tell you... The key. he bought a, a, a diamond crown Maduro, right? And he was one of our regulars, and we're all about six of us, seven of us, all just standing by the bar, hanging out in the shop. He cuts his cigar, and his first thing he goes is, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? I'm thinking something happened to this It's not Maduro on the inside, which, you know, he could have easily seen from the other end, right, before he bought it. Right. And I literally had to explain to him what part of the cigar was Maduro? And that's when, that's literally when it hit me. I said, wow, why doesn't anybody make a uh, all Maduro cigar? Because at that time, CAO had the MX2, which was the binder and the and the wrapper. And I went through the same things you did, Kevin. I'd gone to two, com- two, two well, I guess I just say it now. I went to um, Oliva first and Gilberto and, and Jose was still there at the time. And he talked to his brother Gilberto and they were excited about it the same thing burning issues about how a wet, wet tobacco for a filler was going to work and um two or three months went by and they just didn't do anything and they just came back saying nah, i don't think this is going to work then i went to rocky who showed interest but then never followed up and did anything and it was really funny because when i talked about the idea the guy who really right off the bat wanted to do it was south fontana you know because i told him first he was one of my mentors and Sal's like take it to christian and I was like, Sal, I, I already worked with them in the past, and we didn't end on good terms. I, I don't want to do that again. We're in a good place now. Let's not ruin it. And sure enough, um, I, he, Sal made me go down to Honduras, and when I talked to Julio, he got so excited. He's like, oh, I know a blend like this from many years ago that we worked on whatever. Before I left, he gave me like a dozen cigars. Let them sit for two or three weeks and then just try them, see what you think. And that's how the Camacho Triple Maduro came about. That's so it's kind of the same thing. But I remember exactly how it happened. So, so for years I, I got paid a royalty for every Triple Maduro that Camacho ever sold. And then and it worked. It worked. They got it to yeah. work. It was it was a big big hit for them, a big seller. You know, it's mm-hmm. very hard in this industry to think of something that nobody's done at this point. We've mm-hmm. been around a long time. So oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's some heavy shit. I mean, that's some heavy
3: shit. Like literally the. The Camacho Triple Maduro came out. I don't think yeah. a lot of people realize
0: that. Like we didn't tell people year. for years. In fact, when when the, when Cigarfish covered covered, you know, talked to Sal and Christian about the story, it said how Sal bought the idea to Christian. I was okay with it as long as the chick came every month. I didn't, I didn't care who took credit. I didn't, I, I didn't care who took credit for it. You know, and that went on for years, and that went on even after Davidoff bought them because I had to know early because they had an agreement with me, so I had to sign something off. I had uh, you know a, a non-disclosure too about the sale, and then um, and then Davidoff eventually just bought it outright for me, and you know, I have nothing to do with it now. But you know, to have those moments and then see it come to fruition is pretty cool. You know, I mean, it just makes sense. Why didn't anybody make a Candela filler cigar? It's it's a great concept. It's a great concept. I'm,
4: I'm, I, I mean, what? So the concern was what that the that candela is too too wet of a tobacco to be. No, in that's a Maduro. Filler? Maduro. Yeah, that, that's, okay. Ma,
5: that's Maduro. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought a Maduro cigar would have even have burned? You know, that, that'd be mm-hmm. like making an all Harrow You know, uh, you know, it just yeah. Um, yeah, that was the the concern that it that it would burn, you know, especially if it's placed in the middle, you know, would it tunnel straight through with the candela? Right, okay. Just, so burn the candela
4: yeah, first. Yeah, just burn I the see. candela,
5: you know. Would it cause, you know, issues if if you spread it throughout? Would it, you know, would it get an even burn? And that's what everybody's concern was. You know, um,
2: uh, but they didn't um, even want to try.
5: Yeah. Why, why not try it? See what happens. Yeah, you know that they're probably kicking themselves in the ass now. Maybe it's like, oh, hey, that <laughs> would that would work. You know, but yeah, you, and, you know, and it you did, know, and and it did. Even even James wasn't sure. You know what my experience
0: has shown me? I'm going to tell you something, and I think that blenders uh, is kind of the same thing, right? When I have a eye disease called keratoconus, it's it's a not common diseases, 5% hereditary. And eventually, you you eventually, your vision continually, perpetually gets worse until eventually you need transplants. So when I first got diagnosed, I was about 21. And you get to the point where you can't wear glasses. You know, glasses won't work anymore. And then you have to go to these really hard contacts. You can't even wear soft. And I was having such a hard time being fitted. And um, my mother, who had it, went to me, it took me five doctors, not eight. And it's funny, I found this later on down the road because when I moved to Florida and I was looking for a doctor, I went to um, the guy who eventually did my transplant. He goes, I, I can only recommend two doctors in the whole state that might be able to fit you because that's how bad your eyes are. Mm-hmm. So because my attitude was an eye doctors an eye doctor. Yeah. What's yeah. one eye doctor going to do right. that this guy couldn't do? But it makes a difference because they see things and be able to fit things. I think, I think blenders are the same way, right? Sometimes one guy, I've seen it often, that can't be done, and then another guy will do it. You know, and I, I think, you know, maybe like chefs too. I think it's the same way. I think some people just see, have a different depth of vision and able to accomplish stuff that other people look off the bat and say, yeah,
5: that's not happening. Yeah, th- th- thinking outside the cigar box. You know, it's, Well, um, yeah, It's profession, a
1: profession, right? To Amy, you, put, you hit the nail on the head with any profession. That's the reason why there are some folks in a profession that are elevated above others. Yeah, Because they see things differently. They're willing to take a chance and they have the, uh, um, the, the ability to take that risk and, then also factor in some of the concerns, like Kevin said, the concern of having his candela burn, uh, and, and completely, uh, impact the way that the, the, the filler burns, you know, versus how the, you know, it's going to respond with the, with the binder and, and, and the wrapper. And, uh, it was just done so perfectly where you know we've I saw this the cigar I mean this thing's burning perfectly, and the flavors that I'm getting off it are just uh, incredible and and you do taste that candela, you know and and what's really great about it is um I think this will give an opportunity for a lot of folks who maybe um kind of look at candela you know sideways and go, yeah, I don't know it it it'll definitely introduce them to a different way of candela.
0: I'm one of those guys I'm interested in you
5: know. Checking yeah, out. you know because uh, Abe, get Abe,
1: the first you, pack then, Abe.
5: <laughs> yeah, Abe and Alex, you see it working in the lounge. People are like, oh, a green cigar. Mm, I don't think so. Candelas are disgusting, um, and it's the same people that say the the exact same things about acid cigars. You know, oh, those are disgusting. Oh, have you ever had one? Well, no, no, but, but I've heard everybody talks bad about acids. Everybody talks bad about candelas. You know, so it's like, well, then then try one. But then but then people, you know. It's, it's it's almost you're ingrained. You know, people have said that you know candelas are bad, so they'll smoke one and be like, oh yeah, see, this is bad. I don't like it. People were right. And it's like, come on, give it a give it an honest give it an honest view. Right.
2: Yeah, I will mean, tell think
5: you what. I'm i I'm a, I'm a big kid. fan of candela. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, no, I've that, always been.
0: I don't think anything bad about candela. I think it's just like anything else. I think people get overexcited when they don't like something. Like it's it's like this is my stamp, it's not good because I don't like it. Look, everybody has different tastes. Mm-hmm. I see people all the time walk up to our counters and buy stuff that mm, I don't like that cigar. I mean, that, but that's their taste. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting, like, too,
3: because yeah, there, was, there was a time in cigar history where Candela was the thing. That was, it was all the cigars, only, right? It was the only
4: thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, what it, was that, yeah. like in the 50, in the 50s or something? Uh, no, that, that's like going
5: right? uh, all the way up till 1968, roughly was, 1969 right. pretty much right at the right as the Cuban embargo, Cuban embargo yeah. t- took effect and cuz that's where we were getting a lot of the candela tobacco from was was still from Cuba um and uh, so they, they were still and it was called the the American Market Selection yep. you know um the, uh, AMS that's what all cigars were if you watch the old um um uh, Hogan's Heroes you know they they were always smoking green cigars Mash, so, I
1: mean, any of those older yeah, mash, any of those older yeah. shows are all smoking Candela's and there's a couple of great articles about the history of Candela in the cigar industry and just as Kevin said when that embargo uh, occurred um, just the um, the inability to properly ferment and work with Candela and then as other companies started working through it after the embargo it got it, that's where that really the bitterness came in into play and it turned a lot of people off from it and then as they let the tobacco sit it got brown it wasn't bitter anymore and then started this whole new you know uh, the whole new process of a, a a non-green cigar so as candela starts to, as as folks really start to to, to really ferment the, the, the tobacco and understand candela better and you're not getting candela that is overly bitter and harsh and you're getting some of the grassy sweet notes from candela um, and even some of those hay flavors that you can get from it um, candela is in my opinion you know the way it's being you know the way some of the companies are working with it t- uh, today um, i think are harkening back to the early days when candela was king
4: well you mentioned that the filthy hooligan that's that's one of my my favorite candelas well i mean it's i know it's a, a barber pole but yeah. that i enjoy that cigar from from um Alec and Brad, God, uh, from bradley. Alec bradley mm-hmm. and then and then also you know what other candela i really like is the uh the one that Espinosa has the wasabi the wasabi, wasabi. yeah
2: it has yeah. a very unique great
5: flavor candela too Dion, I just had an illusione the other day. That That's essentially the benchmark for uh, uh, Candela's. Uh, wow. um, Nomad, uh, Fred Rui, um, I just had one of his Candela's. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Fred still owned the company, I had one the other day. Unbelievable. Um, Fuente is still the benchmark, the 858 Candela. It's still know,
2: my favorite. It, it, it,
5: it's a great, but but those companies are blending to the Candela. So I, I tell people there are more bad Candela's on the market then there are good Candela's on the market. Um, some people, especially that time of year, St. Patrick's day comes around, someone takes a blend, throws All a right. Candela on it. And is like, here's our St. Patrick's cigar. They put no thought into the blending and ends up being a horrible cigar. Cause mm-hmm. it just doesn't, the, 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 flavors don't, don't blend. Right. You know? So when, when, when like a, Lusione, a Fuente, you know, when they're blending, you know, the wasabi to that wrapper, it, it generally always a fantastic cigar.
1: And taking into consideration to burn, I, and Kevin had shown the uh, the Sweetgrass Gringo. It's a Candela, Connecticut wrapper, uh, barber pole. Um, early on, with a lot of the, the blending of yeah, that, what... was was working through the way that that's going to burn with the way that Candela burns in, in Connecticut. Because, you know, barber poles are naturally going to burn wonky. And then when you have two wrappers that, you know, one's a little bit thicker, one's a little bit thinner, and, and burns a little bit differently, um, it, it really became challenging. And and uh, that was another idea with with, with the Gringo uh, that, you know, I got a lot of pushback at first with that blend because of the the concerns of how those wrappers were going to burn. And after working on some blends, uh, it just it came out well.
4: Answering I mean, Jeff I...
5: Walsh's question for him.
4: Oh, yeah. Jeff Walsh has a question.
5: Shocker. About the, uh, I answered the wasabi, it. Wasabi, right? Okay. <laughs> are they back at smoking that wasabi is a great cigar
2: mm-hmm. uh,
5: you know I, I i i love the wasabi it's it's a it's a really good you know who I makes a really that. who makes a really unique cigar is uh uh candela is uh nick malillo at a uh, foundation uh, you can only get it as the uh, as event packs and it's the grasshopper and uh oh i've seen it i've seen it it, it is the strangest candela because most candelas as you guys know it's a very matte finish cigar and his is a very waxy cigar, almost like it's a brand new leaf that you go out to your bush and yeah. pull. It's it's very waxy and it's shiny, and it's just it's so weird. I don't know how he fermented it and how he got it like that, but he's the only one that that has ever ever been able to produce a cigar that looks like a fresh leaf. Uh, a, it, it, uh, it is it is a great cigar. Now, is there? I have a picture. So you guys are
0: making these buddy packs. Is there a quantity that because none of these are gonna be the final production? So one of them will be, but you don't know which one it is. Oh, there it is. The grasshopper.
4: Yeah, yeah look at it. It's got a nice shine to it. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
5: Nice. Yeah, I think what we what'd we do, care? 250 six okay. packs?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just just so our listeners know whether they gotta fight people off with axes or not, you know. Okay.
5: Ho- hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Hope they that. sell out.
1: Yeah, hopefully <laughs> they
5: sell quick. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. We're we you know I know we're both super excited to to get the feedback you know from um, uh, from our consumers. You know it's uh, um, uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll like it because uh, it's definitely a unique cigar and, uh, and and hopefully you know I you know my goal is hopefully it, it maybe opens up that that Pandora's box of Candela and maybe other people start working with that tobacco. Um, a little bit more, maybe trying to figure out some in new inventive ways to to produce not only candela, but like what Abe did with the triple Maduro. Yeah. you know, so, so maybe people will sit down, like, you know, what? What else? What else have we always thought couldn't be done, and let's try that. You know, that that'll that'll be cool.
0: All right. Well, listen, we're gonna have to take Hint Paul hint.
2: <laughs> We're
0: gonna have to take a, a short break uh, right now, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we actually do have a name that jam, uh, our uh, avo segment. So uh, our friend Eddie Guerra, we have a name that jam thing where we're gonna play a little snippet, see if you guys can figure it out. We'll have uh, the scoop with Coop, tail of the tape, ready to go, season four. No, it's not ready to go. Maybe I should <laughs> but...
4: I I can we can go with our our makeshift one from last week that we didn't get to, like the, oh, the yeah. special edition one. We can I just that. have to upload the images, but I I have it.
0: We can we do, you that. do that. Yeah, we're all a little inundated with uh, the great smoke, so uh,
3: I, I'm 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 gonna say at this point so we're gonna save it
0: till after the great smoke.
3: Yeah, because we only got one more show. Then we're gonna yep. take two weeks off. Why start it and then take? I a like break. it. I like it. And
0: um, after the break, I want to talk to you a little bit about Trash Panda. If you're ready to, you know, give a little news on what the heck that's all about. So yeah, don't, don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Keep it lit.
3: The H. Chapman 1844 Classic is a medium-bodied cigar with wonderful flavor notes of toasted almonds, cocoa, coffee, and just a hint of spice. Featuring an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, you get wonderful aroma notes of sweet coffee and chocolate. Available in a Corona, Robusto, Toro, and Churchill, this is a great time to experience
6: the nuances of nature with the H. Chapman 1844 Classic, a shade above others.
3: Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to
4: cigarettes. Oh, you got me. (laughs) This is kind of where I come to take my breaks uh, to get away from Honest Abe. The solitude in this room is amazing great cigar, a great glass of wine from our friends at Bonner Private Wines. You know, right now, Bonner Private Wines has a three-pack sampler of Malbec's that you should really check out. You know, some some of the vineyards are so high that the grapes are under so much stress that the fruit is filled with so much flavor. There's no additives to it. It goes great with a nice cigar. Argentinian Malbec, the original strand of Malbec. And listen, we can give you
5: a deal. We got- Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh. I, I just got your text. I apologize. I hope I didn't leave you where you I mean. But you've been in here a while, if you can.
4: I, no, thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Don't worry. It's just the – it's medical. It's medical. See, you can try this sampler. It's great. Please, take my word for it. Go to KMAwines.com. You'll get a discount on shipping. You'll get a discount on the package. And then you'll even get a discount if you like it on the Wine of the Month Club. And there's other packages that you can buy. But our friends at Bonner Private Wines, they make a great glass of wine. It really is awesome. And KMA listeners get the discount. So why not try it out? What are you doing? You've been waiting for a new commercial? I've been hiding out in here. Someone put a camera in here. Let's go kmaywines.com. I'll be back in a few minutes, Abe, but guys, guys, seriously, can we get a courtesy flush or something in here? Jesus, people, they ridiculous. Animals!
0: Honest Abe here, smoking cigars. It's that time of year again, the great smoke. For over a decade and a half, we've been hosting one of the country's biggest cigar bashes where aficionados from all over the world would trek to South Florida for a four-day extravaganza. In 2019, we themed our event for the first time, 70s disco, Can You Dig It? And it was one of the biggest events we ever had. And we looked forward to the very next one. Unfortunately, the world was hit by a pandemic and cigar events and functions were being canceled all over the country. Our team was poised with the question, what do we do? Do we cancel the event? we do a half-cocked event and just get by? No. Instead, we put on our thinking caps and put on one of the most epic seven-hour virtual events that was enjoyed by thousands and viewed by tens of thousands of people all over the world. Our event in 2021, the digital experience, forever changed how these types of events will be done. So this year, for the first time in 2022, the Great Smoke, the last luau will be both an in-live and virtual event experience. We had hundreds of people who contacted us earlier this year, telling us how much they enjoyed our virtual event this year, how they had never participated in one of these mega events because they were unable to take time off for work and travel and come down. So this year, we're going out of our way so that people can enjoy the event in their own home as they did earlier this year and also do it in live. Michael Hercots of Ferio Tego Cigars and Kim Keeney will be returning in 2022 to reprise their roles as co-hosts for the great smoke. As we did earlier this year for the first time, we have worked with select manufacturers to make very limited TGS releases. We got Aganor Salif, Espinosa Cigars, Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust, Room 101, and ADV Cigars. They will each be making a very limited run of TGS edition cigars exclusively to ticket holders for the Great Smoke. There will be a series of special virtual events between the end of November and the beginning of February, where all these TGS limited releases will be offered prior to the Great Smoke event. So you will need to get your ticket in advance to be eligible to get into the very special TGS virtual store to participate in these events prior to the Great Smoke Day. As always this year, we're gonna have a very special dinner hosted by the Red Meat Lovers Club. And special guest Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. This is going to be a last luau feast like you've never seen before and all attendees will get a very limited RML, it's Red Meat Lover Cigar made by Steve Saka just for this event. So what do you have to do to participate? Go to thegreatsmoke.com, secure your ticket which will get you the last luau party back. Now whether you're virtual or coming live, everyone will get the same epic package this is the most epic great smoke package we've ever made in the history of this event almost $450 worth of swag and 40 premium cigars they'll either be delivered to your door or handed to you the day of the event as always during the great smoke we'll have mega raffles and prizes and whether you're at home or there live in person everyone who gets a ticket is automatically entered the event dates are February 24th through February 27th, with the main event being February 26th. And whether you're there in person or live watching at home, we're going to have five special virtual sessions and interaction with what's going on in the event floor so you can actually see what people and what things are going on as the event is happening. Tickets will on sale this Friday, November 12th, noon Eastern Standard Time. I urge everyone out there to get their tickets early. They'll let you participate in all the pre-virtual events we're going to have with the manufacturers who made limited releases and it'll secure your ticket because our feeling this will be the most epic year ever as far as ticket sales and how fast they'll go to get your tickets and for more information go to www.thegreatsmoke.com the last luau baby because this will be the last luau you'll ever need to go to peace
2: We're everybody. Back. Hour
0: 2 of KMA Talk Radio, episode number 447. Kevin Shahan Curvia Hunt Day in the room. Welcome, gentlemen, again. Thank you for joining us this Saturday morning. Good, um, good, to, be,
5: good to be here. Yes, yes sir. Uh,
0: as far as the Great Smoke, there are still very, very, very few, when I tell you, virtual tickets still left. Paul, how does it feel when our listenership now basically rides you every week. <laughs> it's not even me. I don't even, anything. I don't even acknowledge it anymore. All our fans basically are fed up with
4: it. Tom, Tom Pauser thinks that it's a new commercial. So I, I'm i I'm a cool, I'm cool with that.
0: Because they're
5: in Alaska, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Paul, Paul, I, I talked to Abe the other day about it. You, you do have a new KMA wine commercial coming very soon. So I'll, I'll get. Oh, oh, you have one. All right. great. Yeah. yeah we're going to we're, we're going to do Jessica and I. Everybody keeps they, they private message me, you know, uh, and they're like, hey, can, can you please do a new commercial? And uh, so, yeah, so we're going <laughs> to we're going to
3: do it. I just want to be the first to point out Kevin's wardrobe change. Well done, sir. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> oh Yeah. Oh, he got right Good yeah. So, so, so we got the, the new Trash Panda Cigars uh, uh, T-shirt. But before we get into trash <laughs> panics, if you
0: haven't caught it this week, our press release went out of the fifth limited great smoke release. We had five this year. The first was the Aganor San Anversario Maduro. Second was the Saka DT EX 78, always with the weird names. Um, then we had the Diet Sarsaparilla. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. Of course, the one I'm having a love affair with. LBD and this just LBD? dropped the press release, which just dropped it a couple days ago. This is an interesting collaboration. So, a little background story this was a project that uh Ronnie Haysha from Secreto Cigar Bar and I were working on. We started it like right at the beginning of COVID, never came around to fruition. <laughs> we had a bunch of cigars made, we loved the cigars. And Ronnie came to me, and said, You know, why don't you use it for the TGS release? So I'm like, Wow, I was blown away. And this is, I believe. Ooh. Going Mm. to be the sleeper, Um, one of the most unexpected uh, stars of the TGS releases. This is, unless I know differently, I've never heard of a retailer retailer collaboration.
5: (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, this could be (laughs) the first
0: one ever of two retailers working together to make a a project cigar. So um, this is pretty cool. These will go on sale February 9th during the mini virtual event. We'll have. Ronnie on and Henderson Ventura from ADV Cigars, which congrats to oh, him. That should be a show. That Number three show. consensus cigar of the year by half wheel, you know, which is a big thing, man. Cause that's like 45 different reviews. All yeah, that's know, by
3: the uh, math. That's right. by the
0: math. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we love this kid. We believe he's a big up and comer yeah. and, um, You know, for him to have gotten the number three consensus cigar just reaffirms that this is going to be a big, I think it's going to be a big hit with everybody. So these will drop on February 9th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They were made uh, exclusively uh, as a release for the Great Smoke. So you have to be a Great Smoke ticket holder and enter the TGS store. They will be available not tomorrow, not right now. February 9th. Every time I do one of these things, you know how many messages I get. I don't see it in the store. I can't buy it. February 9th, <laughs> seven
5: p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Abe, hey, what's that? What's that sticker in the corner of the box? I couldn't see the uh, the, red, the red sticker. What is that? Oh, okay. It's hard to see what it is. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay,
4: there we okay. okay. go.
5: Hmm. Yeah, now we can see it. Very GPS, cool. Limited release.
1: You, you didn't send me the memo, Kev. I ought to put on my trash panda cap.
5: Yes, I, I did. Yeah, she should have been prepared. But you, you was, got, You're you you know. Speaking of hats, cares hat that that's actually made from a coffee bag. Yeah, like a I was gonna light. ask
4: that. I saw it says coffee on it. Yeah, yeah it's, so.
5: it's 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 an actual coffee bag, ah. coffee sack.
1: Coffee sack is a sack hat. <laughs> Very comfortable right, too.
0: So yes, I think I got some too. Hang on,
1: I have the full sets.
0: No, you know... Who? I'm going to be honest you. know who took a lot of my trash panda stickers because she loved them? She might take them all. Your daughter? Petra. Okay.
3: Carmine took one of mine because he
4: loved them too. She loved
0: it because she, she her, her violin case is all stickered up with all cigar industry shit. I think it's hilarious when she takes it. To That's
4: so funny. Yeah, I was going to say, when she goes
5: to school, they're probably, it's, they're probably it's like, all stickered <laughs> with cigar industry stuff. All of it. She loves well, them. I'll, I'll, I'll have to send some more stickers uh, her way. You know, yeah, but, she, uh, we, she loves them. Yeah, we love doing stickers. I mean, we, I mean, I, I'm a cigar smoker. You, you guys, are, we love stickers, and love nobody me. ever gives out enough stickers.
2: Yep,
5: that that is true,
4: actually. And guys, you know what? Guys are very, very brand loyal in this business too. So when they like a brand, they want to show it off. I, I see yeah. guys with with stickers all on the back of their laptops, like like we all did in like yep. college. With our laptops, but it's That's all Traver cigar D. brands. Yeah, I, I've brands. got them
5: all over my laptop, yeah, right? Traver. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah. You, well, they're all over the cabinet right behind me there. Yeah. But I find yep. it very funny because, like, I think the first time we did a sticker, like, Brian, one of our web guys got a, a promo code. Hey, you want to do a run of stickers? It was like a promo, real chill. Oh Yeah, go ahead, bro. And then I was shocked at how everybody, like, oh, can we please get a sticker in our work? I'm like, really? Man, it's a big thing. So this is our current one that we were putting our ship order to celebrate our Oh Christmas yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I have a I have a
4: couple of those. Yeah, I got a couple of those as well. for it. Cuz when I bought the Red Meat Lovers Club, I, somebody somebody gave me love and I got like 5 of those.
2: Yeah. I, have I don't know if starting, I should
4: starting a little <laughs>
3: thicker collection myself on the sidewall that sits below my Crown
4: Jewel. <laughs> What's your <laughs> Crown Jewel, the goat?
3: Uh no, it's not the goat. Oh, it's the it's the Signed dollar bill by Abe. Oh. <laughs> ah, the one. The one. one is doing better than most, considering his yeah. stack to have one puts you in good company.
0: It puts you in a really relative small group of people. Very so small yeah. few.
4: Well, because he doesn't he doesn't bet when he's not a hundred percent sure, which yeah. I can respect. Well, I do, I do That's when what I'm right. not a
0: hundred percent sure, but when I'm a hundred percent sure, I tell people i I'm, I'm not like in doubt. I know I'm right, and they still want to bet. <laughs>
4: I've I've learned I've done it. at this point. I've
0: done it. So, Kevin, well, you you get the odds,
4: you know, numbers
0: game. Yeah, I told you it was a numbers game. A number. Wait I, you. One, one of these days, I'm going to count how many you have. We should do an over under contest on KMA Radio. How many signed bills Alex has in the stack?
4: I wonder who has the most. It's got to be Matt Briggs that has. The I don't most know. I don't know. Emily has a lot.
3: Jay has a lot. I'm pushing I mean if I was to set the over under I don't know but I would set it around 10.
4: Wow. $5 bills? It.
3: No, just bills. Singles, bill. couple yeah. fives. But I'd set it around <laughs> 10. 10 bills. Give or take.
4: It's a decent amount. I'm sure but so Emily definitely has to have more
0: than you. Emily had no. Cuz no, Emily has a lot, but I think Alex surpassed it because Alex was really like one of these days I'm going to hit. You know, just got, <laughs> you just got to make it back. And sooner or later, I'm going to be right.
3: Now, a, but, a but true but gambler. Listen, to my point. To my point. He's got ten bills signed by me, right? I have one signed by him. Which yeah, one is worth more? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs>
2: That's true,
0: yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray has a question. I, Alex, what, what are you setting the limit? on? because Alex does that in the background. This creo is it two or are you make it three?
3: Mm, I don't know, maybe we do three. You want to do three? Yeah, we do Look, three. get their hands on it. It's new, he's hot. I want to let him yeah. get out there. Yep,
0: yeah, we'll do three. So, Ray, you'll be up to three.
4: Um, okay, Ray's, so now Ray's already doing a pre order. i <laughs> will getting a message from Ray in
0: about Notify five me. Seconds. All right, yeah. <laughs> So, Kevin, Trash Panda, you've been teasing it, you've been kind of putting it out there. What we have, a we have our segment to do right after oh, the break. I forgot about it, I got sidetracked. Yeah. Sorry, look at, look oh, at I'm Paul. Ready look to at go. Paul, Paul. Paul. Just Listen, we're on. all dead
4: this morning, and
3: <laughs> Paul is
0: sharp. We, ne- yes. we never align. <laughs> yes, he's on the ball. So, it's that time for our uh, sponsored segment, uh, put together by our good friend Eddie Gear over at our cigars. It's time to see Kevin and Kerr. If you guys can name that jam. We're going to play a snippet of a song. It's only about three seconds. Uh, We're going to see if either one of you can guess what song it is. Anybody in uh, the comments, you're free to chime in, see who gets it right. And we are going to play the sample right now.
1: Tom Petty, Last Dance with Mary Jane.
5: Oh, Neil I knew care cuz I, I I recognize the song by New Carol get it Care is a music Well, let's,
1: well let's see if he's right
2: Let's dance with Mary Jane one more time to kill the pain. I feel
0: in a- I'll tell you something wow. funny cuz this is our second time doing this segment and now let's tell you It's not easy to find three seconds of a song that's well known enough that it's not so obscure that no one will know what the song is, but it's so vague enough. Like, I knew anybody who's a Tom Petty fan may have realized it because it's a Tom Petty sound. But, like, well, they know it's The Last Dance with Mary Jane, you know. It's not that easy to do. It's not.
3: It's not.
2: And, I mean, no, no, no. And not
3: do obscure stuff that you know nobody's going to get. It is, I come like, in the back boring. room. I think I got
0: one, Alex, like in 0. 0.5 seconds. Dah, dah, dah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Too easy. Last dance with Mary Jane. Well done, Kerr. Well done. Uh, yeah, man. Well, next week, next, well, no. Yeah, next week is our final show with Mickey Peg before we take the two weeks off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work a little harder on it, see if I can get something that's good.
4: Ooh. It's, it's not can that it be, Does it? Can it Who's be. Any genre of music,
0: yeah. Oh, I mean, but it's yeah. a problem. You you still still musical theater so, You don't want half your audience saying, "What song is that?" You know. I mean, I. You know, I mean, it's it, the fun part about it is, is trying to find a sample that, when you tell them what the song is, like, "Oh yeah," or they or they right. recognize the beat but can't name the song. That's that's the beauty of it. It's Paul Carr, even hesitates. Yeah. Well, what's what's
5: funny
1: is the guy. Go go no, I was I say well, that,
5: should,
1: that, Paul... <laughs> that. Kevin Dammit. Well,
5: that's it. Paul should do name this Disney movie and play three <laughs> or four seconds of a song, and then we have someone's got to name the movie. Yeah, we'll have the same song for eight weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll place I'll
4: place money now. I'll I'll bet a signed bill with Abe that he can give me any five songs from any Disney as long as it's a Disney animated feature, and I could name what movie it's from. Give me give, clip, give me give <clears> me
1: <throat> that music clip. How,
2: how five seconds?
1: It? Four seconds? Three, three seconds? seconds? Was it three seconds? I guess three just seconds. because you know it, it seemed longer. Like it seemed yeah, it, like it
0: sec- three seconds seems longer than it is, but then two like feels like it's too short. Maybe I gotta go two point five.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised how long give me three seconds, man. It's three seconds.
1: Yeah, it seemed very it seemed very long.
0: Yeah, I thought I, I thought, I thought it was it. like
5: five seconds. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was long as well.
0: Well Listen, I gave him I gave him the the sheet with the times or whatever, and it's supposed to be three seconds. So who knows what everybody It might be go.
4: three and a and a millisecond or something just because it needed to cut yeah, at the knows? right
0: time. Who knows? We've all been a little under the weather. Sorry. So now let's talk about it. We we did our we did our sponsors part. Kevin, you've been talking and putting out there, trash panda. Have you made it public yet exactly what trash panda is yet?
5: Um, we're not a hundred percent sure of where Trash Panda is going. Um, r- really, you know, um, I started the company, um, really after, um, we started talking about the silent green with care. Um, and then, uh, you and I did the, uh, uh the back in black with Espinosa, Um, and then more and more manufacturers started reaching out to me like, Hey, you know, we, we want to work with you. We want to work with you. So I'm like, okay, so I, you know, message like Jeff at Corona. Hey, I want to do this, kind of like you and I did with Abe. And Abe, we've talked about other projects. And Dave at Two Guys and Rob at Fox Cigar. Uh, we're doing a, um, a, a collaboration with them as, as well, with um, Fratello. Um, and then it got to the point, it's like, hey, you know, maybe maybe I should keep some of this money. Um, <laughs> or keep more of the money. And, uh, um, and then, like I said, just so many manufacturers want to do. There's more manufacturers that want to work with me. Then I have like retail partners that I can farm that out to. So I decided to start Trash Panda Cigars and um, and then see see where we're going to go from there. You know, right now it um, we launched it because I had to have a working website to get a credit card company that will actually, you know, service a high risk company like a tobacco company. So we just launched it with um, um, some stickers and a couple of like some vintage cigars that we have. And um, right now, then we're adding more and more, you know, some vintage cigars. Uh, we've got other blends coming in right now. Uh, Aganorsa sent us, uh, we've got 500 cigars from Aganorsa um, so on, on the site like, right now.
0: Is this like a, like, you know, for just lack of a better example off the top of my head, is this like a um, lost and found concept? Or is this going to be original concepts for Trash Panda? Or, it,
5: it'll uh, it'll a, be both. Oh, oh. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be both. You know, we've got some, um, um, we've got some cigars, you know, I've got some, uh, um, some CLE, I've got some uh, original Taranios that are like 13 years old. So we've got a lot of vintage stuff that you can absolutely cannot find um, anymore at all. So we've got that on the website. We, you know, the Aganorsa, those are just unbanded torpedoes. Those are just some overruns that that they had, you know, so um, um, I, I took those. So, and then we'll be doing more of those and then we'll be doing more, you know, original content as, as well. So it'll be a mixture of, of everything. Will they be branded with, with Trash Panda labels? No. So what we're doing just stickers, you know, you'll get each, each five pack or whatever that you want to buy. Uh, um, will have its own unique sticker, you know, to keep price down, you know, you know how it is, you know, um, when you add a band and you add a box or even if you add butcher paper, Everything adds up, and that just right. increases the cost of the cigar, and then people throw that throw that stuff away. They throw away the the box. They throw away the butcher paper, um, but everybody keeps the stickers, you know? So if I offer a unique sticker for each one, you know, we'll see people collect them all, you know, over the course of however long this, this runs. So, so was- are you building the
0: new extension to the house where you're going to keep the cigars, or...
5: Yeah. So, so we, we're right now where everything's in coolers, you know, we have, wow. we have quite a few coolers and then I do have quite a few humidors. I mean, we've got 21, 22 doors. I've got,
2: Jeez.
5: I don't know, 10 humidors and then some coolers. So the new, the new addition will have a walk-in humidor hoping to hold, you know, maybe around 15,000 cigars or so, 20,000 cigars. It won't be huge. You know, you don't have to have a lot wow. of space. You know, especially if they're in boxes and you can stack, you know, a thousand cigars, you know, high. So, yeah. So in the new edition that we're building right now, we'll have a uh, walk-in humidor. And it'll be a uh, just a fully functioning cigar lounge. We'll have a full bar. And then that'll be our new film studio as well.
1: I think so- Kevin has a humidor in his sock drawer, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's got humidors everywhere.
0: When, when, do, you, when do you see... Do You have a date or a time when you see uh, it'll actually be uh, you know live and launching and selling some of your cigars, Trash Panda cigars.
5: Um, right now we're just waiting for you know just cigars, you know just just getting cigars here, getting getting blends. You know, it's obviously Abe, you knew. I mean, it took us forever with with Back in Black. It took a year to make this one. Um, it's just yeah. So so we really don't have a time frame. we we just tell people to check the website occasionally um, as new stuff comes in, we've got our uh, email list. So we'll throw you out an email. If you go to um, trashpandacigars.com or CigarProp, you can sign up for our email list. And as new stuff comes in, you know, we blast that on email and uh, we blast it out on social media, because that, that's what I do best. So, um, but yeah, just, just keep a, keep, keep an eye out, follow us on all the social medias and, you know, you'll, you'll get the releases. All
0: right. So on a lighter note, I want to. I want to have a little contest. See our listeners, right now, Kevin. We've all seen you do. You do. You do some really good impersonations, right? We've I seen, don't ca- care as the impersonator. Well, hold on. Yeah, I, seen your impersonations. <laughs> yeah. you did a great one of Randy the Macho Man Savage. um, yeah. <laughs> for Battle of the Bands. <laughs> yeah, um, and you recently did the one last week we heard, which everybody kind of thought you made a really good Riddler. Okay. Yeah. But I heard that care does a Randy Macho Man Savage impersonation. <laughs> so I, I, I'd like to see you guys both do one and see our listeners to vote who has the better Randy like, Macho yeah, man. Yeah. I need mean,
5: like interview I, like I I can I can tell you I said I, my, my Randy Macho Man I have got to be like in costume. Oh no, we're not It takes a lot. you don't learn to be the I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you, once you hear Cares, there's no there's no comparison at all. Care does the best Macho Man. Well, we ever. you need to let us decide who wants to go first. <laughs>
1: I, th- I think we actually did a live show where someone actually thought Randy Macho Man Savage was still alive and he had died a couple of years ago. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> All right, Kerry, you it? go first. Go ahead. Let's hear this.
1: What do you want to hear, Abe? <laughs> I'm not really sure what Kevin's talking about. You see, the Macho Man Randy Savage, he takes everything. Kevin Sheehan, Trash Panda. The sky's the limit for the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin
2: Sheehan. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> all right, so, Kev, let's go. Oh, yeah. Right now, I'm smoking a Stogie Road cigar. Ooh yeah. The cream always rises to the top, Care Always. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, Kevin, <laughs> all right, Kevin Paul, that's, cigar. You're that's all, that's right. that's all right. you're smoking right now, Kevin. Let's see my what I was going to say, vote
0: for who you <laughs> thought pulled off the Randy, <laughs> best Randy macho man sandwich. Now, what I'm going to hit you, I'm going to double, double dip on you, Kerr. I'm sorry, because yeah. this guy has probably one of the most distinct audio voices in the history of all voices, I think, ever. And I was told that you do a mean Morgan Freeman.
1: That may be true. Yeah. We don't know. This I got to hear. Well, I'm not sure right now, Abe. You see my friend Andy. Back when I was in Shawshank, those walls, they do a lot to you, become institutionalized. So you have to sit down and smoke a cigar, enjoy it with your friend, my friend Kevin over there, because you can see he's got crutches, sounds like a Terminator walking through the halls, going after Linda <laughs> Hamilton. That's all I have to say about wow, that.
4: Wow, that, I'll, I'll tell you what, thats that's pretty damn good.
0: That is pretty good.
1: I miss my friend, Andy. That-
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's good. Friends, I'll tell you, you what, will, if, I ever, if I ever write a book, I'll do in the audio version. Find, actually, I, did a, uh, I read a, uh, uh, what was that, Kevin, a poem or a, a story about yeah, your dog? Yeah,
5: yeah, my, yeah, my son had to do a, a creative writing uh, um, uh, thing for uh, for school. And it was on our uh, Pitbull Stella. And it was a beautiful story. uh, And people can see it on the the Cigar Prop YouTube channel uh, via Care narrated the whole story, and it was, uh, it was like heart time when you, you know, because it, it's Morgan Freeman reading this beautiful story. It was almost, almost brought tears to your eyes. Yeah, oh, you want to tug somebody's head. emotion,
0: you pull a Morgan Freeman.
5: Voice. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's how that's how he wins arguments with his, uh, uh with uh, his fiance, Jennifer. You know, she will be yelling at him, and then you just start talking in a, you know, Morgan Freeman. and then h- How do you, how do you keep that argument going?
1: She starts yelling, <laughs> and I just go, Jennifer. Would you like to have a latte? It might calm you down a bit. add <laughs> right, a little bit of sugar. It'll be fine. It'll be tasty. And I'll make sure wow. I do some foam art that's open for interpretation because it'll be <laughs> non-specific because I don't know how to do foam art. Like great. looking at clouds, sitting on your back, looking at clouds, pass on by.
0: <laughs> that's great. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Paul, don't you do somebody...
4: Uh, I mean, sometimes I do. Uh, I thought you I did something uh, really
0: good from your Broadway days. I can't remember who it is. Are
4: we we did one? Yeah, we did we did one on the air one time. I mean, I, I do like uh cartoon characters, so I'll do like uh, hello, this is a poo Nahasha from uh The Simpsons. Give a penny, take a penny, come to Quickie Mark. That's just hello, Indian Mr.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's just Indian That's just
5: that's what Indian, a he got like. canceled too. Yeah.
1: You that's
2: say your are you say
1: Rob. Uh, this is
0: 912. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get on KMA. So, do we have Coop this week? Is he back? Is he calling in live is, from TPE?
4: He is ready to go. I don't think he went to TPE. Oh, he but might we can talk to him. Hard. He's He's live. He's ready to go. So we can do All his. Right, well, uh, let's
0: get him on. I mean, do I'm do sure there's intro. probably a lot of news that came out the last couple days. Let's get him on and see what the scoop with Coop is this week.
1: Hey, y'all, what's my theme music? The scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Here at first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar coopcom Coop
6: dot com. There he is. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. All right. So, no, Abe, I was not at TPE um, this year. So, uh, but we did a lot of coverage with TPE. Uh, and right. one thing I was really able to do well was, you know, we have a lot of friends in the media. And basically, I asked them to kind of be some eyes and ears to the ground and do some field reports. So, we had a series of field reports. Not everyone can get on with us because media is really busy. But we were really fortunate that everyone we reached out to. Was so helpful to kind of help bring the information to our audience this year. Um, so it was a lot of good stuff from TP. It sounded like it was a very good show this year. All right, interesting. Um, yep. before we
0: get, I'm seeing a lot of comments everybody saying who they could do impersonations of, so I'm gonna do a little KMA contest on the fly really quick. I got two of these packs from the we went down to the Cigar Snob 15 year anniversary. Right, my Ooh. wife got one, got one. So I'm gonna give away this pack to the best. Oh, dude, we still gotta do the socialite contest. We do.
3: but Is that a full pack?
0: Yes, sealed. Okay, I can't even open it. I can't remember if it's, it's 10, 12, or fifteen cigars in there. You would think they would have put fifteen cigars in here, but who knows? I can't remember. Was a pack, though. <laughs> I don't, that was a good pack. What? Yeah, I like that it. I love pack. the gold. No, heat. it was a good pack. No, it was a good selection. It was a good selection of cigars. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one of these. In, t- in the comments of today's show, I'll let this go until next week. We'll announce that ne- we'll, we'll announce the winner next week. Um, in today's comments of today's show, do your best impersonation of somebody, post a video up, we'll pick the best one, and we will ship you this pretty cool little 15 year cigar snob collector's mm-hmm. nice. find fo- Friends over at Cigar Snob for that. Very nice. So, cool, give us what you got. What's the news? Yeah, I don't know what's in the box. I don't want to break the seal. It's a sealed box, but they were all really good <laughs> cigars. Yeah, it was a good pack. Yeah, it was a good pack. So, Scoop, C-Coop, what was the Scoop, man? What's going on with the TPE? People happy, yeah. not happy, going good? What's exciting?
6: Um, look, I've been kind of pretty, I think, hard on TPE over the last few years because I still think it hasn't gotten the PCA. What, everything I heard this year from the folks I talked to on the ground there, this show took a major step forward. Uh, in terms of they had uh much more in terms of foot traffic. There was a lot of energy at the at this show. There was the, the manufacturers seemed to be taking it more seriously, which I think in the past they haven't taken this show as seriously. But this year it was products deals. People were doing like, people are just going around booze kinda kicking of, tires. Uh people were doing deals is what I heard. Um and the media guys even said that there was like a lot of waiting that they had for uh, to get time with some of these guys, and in fact, you didn't really see any like. like soccer Nation was wondering where all the soccer videos were. I heard Soccer's booth was completely like. No surprise it was slammed, but it was really slammed this year. So um, I I made it. Ta- I probably made a tactical error not bringing Cigar Coop out there in some form this year. I should probably, in hindsight, went out with a smaller team, just in terms of not going at all, uh, because based on the previous years, I just said it probably wasn't worth it, but. Uh, mistake on my part mistake learned uh cigar coop will be there next year for sure interesting yeah
5: I, I got I got a question for coop if I can yeah so um so last year at a Pca there was a lot of uproar over uh, you'd mentioned media of media personality personalities getting in the way of a lot of sales you know whether it's uh, these instagram personalities YouTube personalities whatnot um yeah. have you heard I haven't heard any controversy this year like they were in the i guess pca there are a lot of them that were in the way they were interrupting they were being disrespectful well have
2: you you heard heard any of that
0: pca last year was a way smaller footprint compared to i'm pretty sure what tpe was this year because TPE is kind of like two or three aspects of the cigar industry so you know there was there wasn't a lot of places to go media people i mean they probably got lost the tpe you know spread out all over the place I mean that's well,
6: just my take on it. Yeah, this is what I heard because I did ask Aaron this question last night. Um there were less influences there than at PCA. Okay. So now I, I actually think that the influences have a role there. And I think they should be there. The problem is that some influences weren't by roles at PCA and that's where the where the problem was. Um and he I think it up. was unfortunate. Did he break up just for me or everybody? Yeah, he broke up just uh, yeah. just for What, a what was second. the
0: problem? We broke up a little bit. They what? They kind of weren't yeah, following they, the rules? They weren't following the rules.
6: So which there which was
0: rules in particular was that they weren't following? Well, know?
6: media, media, for example, when they're at a trade at a PCA trade show, um, they're allowed to cover the trade show. They're not allowed to solicit their brand. Technically, you're not even supposed to solicit the manufacturers for advertising on the trade show. Board. But some of them were, I heard, trying to sell calendars. And I didn't see this, so I'm going to say a But I heard this from multiple people. that Some of them were trying to sell calendars and things like that. So those are the rules that tend to be broken. The other thing that was happening was most of these influences did not come into the trade show with media credentials. They came in with manufacturer badges and then were walking around as media. TP, oh. that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case at TPE. Everyone came in as a credentialed media person because there were benefits if you did that um, as opposed to kind of going uh, around the circle with that. So, um, And I also think that TP actually does a little more uh, vetting of media than they do, than PCA does, because TPE does offer some incentives, like a free ticket. In some cases, some of the media can get hotel covered, so that's why they do a a little more vetting on that, if they're going to give that away. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But no, overall, um, like I said, it was, uh, I, I heard, you know, obviously it's still the alternatives, it's still the big piece but the, but also the, what i what i looked and observed from a lot of the videos and talking to people the show seems to be growing up a little more mature right now so i a couple years ago and i went I, I made the comment there were a lot of it looked like a flea market right um and i don't mean that to be derogatory it just it just did right but now i'm seeing the booths are looking nice and they're not overly extravagant you know obviously George State had a beautiful booth but not overly extravagant they have a pavilion for the uh boutiques and they they made that pavilion even look nicer than when I was there it had a very industrial look now it just had much more of a trade show look in there so i think they're making a lot of the right moves there and i'm really now the other thing is i think you guys talked about this at the beginning of the show they're moving tpe at least next year to february which why does Evan and the Cigarians have to schedule everything in the second half of february i don't know but <laughs> but we're going to have pro we're going to have pro cigar and habanos on top of that uh, and Great Smoke, I'm sure, all conflicting in, in February right now. But um, what I heard only is one, that w-
0: only one of those is mandatory to be at.
6: Right, the Great Smoke, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm real, leaving the I, I'm leaving the Dominican Republic to come to the Great Smoke. That's how important that event. is. My man. Yeah. No, seriously. Uh, and, and I and I just I have to get a COVID test to leave the Dominican Republic now. That's gonna be fun on top of that. So is, uh, is
0: the growth of the popularity of TPE and anybody can chime in on this question, Kerr. especially. Is it bad for the PCA? Can there be two premium shows in this industry for real? The only reason why, why you know, I mean, T.P., I mean, maybe in the last five years has even really, like, had premium cigar talk and people involved now with, you know, the presence of Drew Estate there, wherever I imagine it may get bigger and bigger. Is this a bad thing for the PCA?
6: You know, one thing, Abe is I don't think there's a problem with having two trade shows in a year. Um, And I think think PCA better start looking in the mirror because TPEs closing in. Why do
0: you say? Why do you say you? Because I'm going to just I want to stop you. Then why do you say you don't think it's a problem having two trade shows in a year? Because I'm going to tell you what it's hard enough to get me to go to one. I'm never going to two.
6: Well, again, it's hard enough. For Sometimes people just can't go at that particular time of the year, right? So, um, if if, you, if you, they, think, they,
0: you think a lot of people end up picking and choosing, you know, it's one of these things, right? Was, yeah. You're not growing the right. amount of tobacco retailers, at least on the premium no. side. It's not growing leaps and bounds, yeah. right? So, are, are we just going to end up diluting the membership into two
6: communities? I, I am concerned about that because when the idea has been proposed about regional. PCA trade shows, and that's my concern about that is it's going to eventually dilute this. Um, the problem I think TPE is going to have to address because they're going to have the same problem PCA does, and no one no one talks about this. The TPE the companies offer the same deals to TPE. Is whether you go or not, just like, and that's been how many years have been they, they've been saying that about every year? I hear this about the PCA, and the PCA gets beat up over that, right? Why does no one beat up the TPE over the same same thing? These deals are offered. I, I've been told they're offered. I've seen I got offered. them all,
0: I got them all on my desk right here. Yeah,
6: yeah. So, how is eventually they're gonna hit as that show grows, they're gonna hit the same problem in terms of will unless,
0: unless they make it more of an exciting reason to go. I mean, look, but they have to, yeah. If you're going to go to the TPE, and, you know, you know Jay Davis is obviously chiming in, but if you yep. go to the TPE, PCA, TAA, you really don't got to go for business reasons.
6: Right. I mean, TAA, it's just somebody yeah. who
0: wants to get out of town and go to Vegas or go to wherever and, and whatnot, which are those people. Give them any reason to go to Vegas, they're, out, they're on a plane. They're gone, which is sure. fine. Yep. But I think the majority of people do not fall in that category.
6: Uh, no no doubt um and the other thing we i didn't even mention this uh Drew Estate put on a party um and i asked i talked to a lot of the guys who the media who went to that party and, and i'm telling you that party was at next level uh where PCA's never come close to a party like that you think they, you think they did that on
0: purpose
6: i think Drew here's what i think i think TP's always put on a good party but when you get Drew Estate involved right Drew Estate knows how to throw a party and let's let's kind of you know they're going to take it next level. They're, they're going to do everything next level. And people now saw this, and they're like, look, and, and PCA is looking at what they did in the, uh, what do you call it, on the loading dock kind of uh, conference center. You know, with very industrial feel, and Druid State's putting on this incredible pool party. You know, obviously they showed it could be done. The TP showed it could be done. The problem is that PCA doesn't, you know, PCA is a not-for-profit. That's where this gets into a complicated thing.
3: So, let me. Ask, I want to ask a yeah. question. I want to ask a question. Um, PCA. Let's start with PCA. What percentage, if you would guess, of manufacturers are smaller manufacturers? Oh, you can get off me, Paul. I'm, I'm asking a question. Yeah.
6: I still the say majority. the majority. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's not a huge, but it's you know in terms of are you talking when you say the are you talking physical presence or just counts by count because physical presence they, they don't have a lot of floor space. But no, 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 I'm not. Numbers, talking,
3: I'm talking about you yeah. know smaller, more boutique guys, smaller brands, brands that don't have the Drew Estate type of money.
0: Alex, majority because there's only probably about five or yeah. six that are really okay. big. Okay. Yeah, so, exactly.
3: So, and what about TPA?
6: About the same the majority. Uh, I'm gonna say it's about the same as well for the premium cigar side. So, um, maybe a question, little higher. Do you, yeah.
3: Do you think do you 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 know, some of these smaller guys get to a point where they're like, you know, I, I can't afford to go to two, you know, which one is more especially if I'm going to two for a while, do I get to the point where I'm choosing, well, which one is better business for me? You know, I'm gonna cut the cost of going to go into this one and go to the one where I do
6: better at. Yeah, This was a big question when the two shows were closed last year in May and July. And a good example is Casa Cuevas Cigars. And I'm not saying anything that they haven't said public. Um, They went to TPE. They launched the product at TPE. But you know what? It made no sense for them to go six weeks later and uh, just do it all over again. You know, it just it, – financially, it didn't make sense for them. On the other hand, you had, like, companies like Alex Bradley that were at both shows. And because they're really trying to support the PCA, they made the decision not to launch anything at the TPE and held it off for the PCA. So you're definitely – you're not seeing companies launch stuff – a lot of companies launch stuff at both.
5: I, you know, I, I, can, I can say from, like, the consumer, you know, retail, whatever you want to call me, point of view, PCA seems like they're I, – I don't know, it – and I know they're not, but they seem like hoity-toity. The PCA is the cigar aficionado of events. The TPE is the, you know, similar to Great Smoke. It's fun and exciting. It's more of a party. It just seems like if you want to have fun and meet people and have a good time, you go to TPE. If you want, you know, a little bit more structured, a little bit, you know, I don't know, you go to PCA. From, from my point of view, that's just the way it seems. I could be wrong because I haven't been to either. I've only seen... The videos and
0: the photos. So 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 me personally, I'm an old school guy, I've been here 25 years. So I, I've never been to a TPE. In fact, I was in Vegas for my fifth my parents' 50th birthday accidentally during TPE and didn't even set foot on the floor. <laughs> yep. Um I I'm just a traditionalist, I believe in the PCA. Um I just I don't see myself ever going to two shows. And I'm you know, I just wonder if it's gonna get to the point where the TPE is going to end up becoming more popular and I'll end up choosing one. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not leaving twice a year to go to a convention.
5: Yeah. Now what about, what about care, care down there? You're, you're a fairly new brand owner. I mean, you've been around for a couple of years. You haven't been to either one yet just from reading everything, seeing videos, which would be the one that you, you've got to make a decision next year. You want to go to one. I think you yeah, one, is there one over effectiveness another? effectiveness
1: of it. You know, I think, you know, and Coop mentioned about, the, the cost, and you know, and, and you're looking at these multiple events, and what it's going to be uh, out of pocket. You know, the preparation, the preparedness. Um, as a smaller company, you got to really factor in uh, the, the the cost and the return on investment. Uh, and, and that's really where uh, this year um, I was uh, um, I was going to go to TPE um, um, and 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 work with Chris uh, our, fr- from the factory. Um, and I got sick, uh, I got sick and I was out for pretty much the, 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 the major part of, uh, of, 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 January, unfortunately. Um, and it just didn't work out, but, um, um, you know, and, and back, I was going to ask Coop, you know, you talked about, the, the, the thoughts of doing regional events and, and thinking that that would dilute, uh, at the event. And, and I was, I wanted a little bit more, uh, uh see if you can kind of expand on that on, on on that because I would think that, you know, with looking at things regionally, um, you, you would, you may uh, capture more people attending those events within a region. And overall you would actually have uh, more, more people attending these. If you were to take a look at a, at a collective uh, uh, a collective uh, uh, a group of, of, of attendees versus one big event.
6: Yeah. Curtis, that's a fair question. I think if you have, you have to look at these, trade shows is having like two components there's like a sales component and then there's like a gala component right and and ultimately i think you can spread out the sales component into different regional trade shows people can certainly go place orders with that but i think a lot of us have been saying i think abe's definitely been saying this, this needs to be more than just a buying event it needs to be a a, a a gala it needs to be something to get really excited to a destination and at- event destination event. I look at what Habanos does with the Habanos Festival. I look at what Pro Cigar is now doing in the Dominican Republic. People from all over the world are coming to these things. Like Habanos gets celebrities in there, right? I think we need something like that to paint our industry in a good light, have that big gala event, get people excited about mm-hmm. it. It gives more to the industry. If we break that up into regional events, that part will get lost. Certainly the sales part can survive, but that's the part I worry about getting lost right now.
1: The the big gala event, the, the, the big to do, if you right. will. and yeah.
6: look, we don't have that yet. Even with PCA, right. it's like it, you know we've been. They tried to do it with some concerts a few years ago. It just, it just didn't get that um thing. Uh, but I looked at what Drew State did, and like I said I wasn't there. But I'm like, I looked at video and pictures and talked to these guys. That was as close to a ma- main scale gala that I've seen in the mm-hmm. U.S. outside of a Great Smoke or Rocky Mountain or something like that. That was huge. What what, what went on there that night. Uh, it, it, that was a positive. I'm telling you, this is the first
0: time ever for me personally seeing video clip stuff. I'm kind of like, wow, this looks like everybody's never.
4: What
6: well, I, I, I was like, I, I, I made a mistake. I should have went. I'm tactically, I made the mistake. I'm like, I should have been there. Probably you sent that-
4: people there though, right? Huh? You've had people go. You've had people go to TPE from your company. Nobody you from just my never has never been to TPE. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you yeah. a funny story one year me when i was on the board actually the pca uh me and one other member along with joe Rowe, who was the um whatever they called the ceo the president at the time uh they wanted a tp was just getting started so they wanted to fly us out there to just kind of do some research look see what they were doing and we ended up having a problem with our flight couldn't get another flight was stuck in miami and after finally like a few hours of frustration, I said, screw it. My wife and I rented a car and went to Key West. Oh,
4: it. that's when you got your tattoo. Right? Yeah. We never <laughs> never,
0: never, made it, never made it to the TP even when I was just going right. to, to, to investigate. No, I never made it there yet.
6: What are the – uh, Wow.
0: But I'm actually saying – see, my problem is I'll never make the TP if, if it's going to be in January and February. Well, you're not going to make it next right. year. I can tell you that. It's not going to happen. Just for that reason. I mean, now
6: I'm trying to figure out. Like I said, my schedule in February is just like going to be insane. Um, I'm I'm sure Alex but, would
4: like to go and get away from oh, the great smoke craziness the next. There are schedule. certain yeah.
6: things that go on. I think Carlito
0: Fuentes <laughs> invited me a couple times in February. George Padron's invited me to be his guest at Pro Cigar. Guy, it's like always. Like I'm like, man,
6: thank you, can't go. It, it, it's yeah, and like I said, it's there's also the other thing that goes on. We haven't seen it in the last couple of years. All the factory tours tend to happen in January and February too. So that's when they tend to do a lot of these things. So Busy, busy it, time of year. It's a busy time of the year, yeah. So, um, But yeah, like I said, TPE, I think they took – I've been critical of the show I, the last few but they took a step forward for sure this year. I think they got to be smiling this Saturday morning. You made a
0: comment on social media. I saw it today about the blizzard.
6: Yeah, I think the problem is I don't think you should have a Cigar Industry trade show in January. One snowstorm in the Northeast will – uh, could knock the air system out. And imagine if this snowstorm was a week before and people were trying to get the TPA. Uh, I think they need to go. I think March or April, is certainly a better time. I think January. You're right in the midst, uh, middle of this nor'easter season, um, and it just takes a few of the airports. Like if the airport in Charlotte gets ice, you're screwed. I mean, yeah, it, it's yeah. like and that's a major hub. And that's a major hub. Like, Kerry you would know that, right? Yeah, we, it, yeah. it just take it. Just I mean, we had an ice storm two weeks ago, and I'm telling you, it was worse than having 12 inches of snow. So, yeah,
5: um, uh, Kevin Kevin Perro from the New England Scar Militia, uh, He called me last night. He's stuck in Vegas till Monday. Yeah,
6: because yeah, he can't
5: get into Boston. The, right. north, the Northeast is shut down. Massachusetts, yeah. uh, New York, Long
4: Island is getting oh, too strong, you know, almost.
6: But yeah, and that has a ripple effect on the whole airport right now. Right yeah. so I'm just so curious. The, how the hell did he yeah. get
4: into TP? <laughs> I'm <laughs> just
3: saying.
5: <laughs> how, how, how does Kevin get anywhere? Where I, mean, he goes? He's, I mean, he's.
6: he's I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> He's the commish. I love it. Anyone can any show just contact the right person. I mean, I'm being a, I'm being transparent.
5: Yeah,
6: <laughs> but he's a good guy. Kevin's a great guy, by the way. Yeah, so, I love yeah, you. yeah. But yeah, he's stuck. He's yeah, stuck right, in right. Vegas till Monday. He can't. Get but out. imagine if this was the other way around. Now, now, imagine if if people are trying to get into the show in, right. and people can't get yeah. in the show because of the weather. I think they, that the I don't know. I don't think it's the right time to have it just because because. We're a small industry, and this could have a ripple effect on a small industry. Like, it's one thing for CES if it happens with. That's so big and so global that a snowstorm, they'll still get plenty of people, you know. that yeah. That's kind January of like point. January and February are, are tough. For a small times. industry thing, yeah.
1: Especially in North South Carolina. I'm, I'm in the, the upper part of South Carolina. So I'm about an hour and 15 minutes uh, south of, uh, of Charlotte. And uh, we got about four inches of snow last week. Wow. Um, we, we did. Well, it I It
4: mean, was down, I bet. I'm sorry. The world probably closed down. Oh well, they don't
1: know school how to handle it. the snow down school, here. I mean, they, they got like three three plows and a and a truck full of yeah. sand from the beach. You know, it's uh, <laughs> and that's and how they handle it down here. Yeah, school it, closed for a week, right?
6: For yeah. a complete one, week. Wow. For a complete week, they close it. And here's the thing: it's, it's like one or two patches of ice in the county, at least where I live. Like everything's shut down, and I was told this from yeah. the, from someone who runs that they say, "Well, as long as our bus has to go over this one road." we're closing it for everybody and it's the way the counties the way the
1: counties are laid out too especially with the appalachian mountains there if you have a county that kind of tips in the that that goes into the appalachian mountain like we do and going into north carolina you know i could drive 20 minutes from where i am right now and have a 10 to 15 degree difference by going up into mountains in north carolina and they could be riddled with ice and i'm looking outside my my door and there's absolutely nothing on the ground but the kids They don't have school because it's all you know part of that school that county and the school area, the district. They're not
0: exaggerating. I'm telling you, I, I was in Raleigh Durham when it snowed once, and like I was getting ready to go to the mall, and they're like, "Where are you going?" So the mall is, "It's closed." Fine. Yeah. Like it snowed. <laughs> when I tell you it snowed, it snowed so that it just kind of covered everything. Like you still mm-hmm. saw the black road. Yeah. yeah. You know through the snow. And not only were they right, everything was closed. People like left their cars on the side of the road and said, "I I, we're not driving in this." It's like, yeah,
6: Yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania,
1: uh, Abe, and and I'm used to the snow. So when I moved down here ten years ago, I got to tell you, we get an inch of snow. Everybody just kind of everything seizes up, and then I'm driving around, you know, you know, being all Pennsylvania and all, you know, just wondering what the hell is 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 closing everything down. We got a couple inches of snow. It's not
2: a big deal. Seriously.
5: Yeah, now, now you, now you guys in South Florida, um, you guys have a, um, a something that nobody else in the country has. You've got falling iguana warnings. Do you not, Abe? Have you seen those? <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it? the I, signs,
0: but I've never. Seen it, it does. The it
3: does water. happen. No, I've oh, seen. happen I got a great story. I got a great story. <laughs> oh, in Alex does got a good story. Yes, yes, yes. The falling iguanas <laughs> happens, and one of our great regulars, Cash Bro. Who is uh, originally from Boston? He moved down here to Florida. And this was like either two years ago, maybe, first time he uh, saw the falling iguanas. And uh, Castro felt so bad for these iguanas, did not realize that, you know, he thought there was just like dying iguanas. And uh, then went ahead and uh, did the noble deed of burying the frozen <laughs> iguanas alive, thinking that they were dead. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, Don't know but, what became of the iguanas if they <laughs> managed to dig themselves out once they woke
6: up and realized they were buried alive. But I uh, guess, more, yeah, I've, I, that's amazing. It's Paul. I mean, I mean, Alex. right, they what do they do? They they nest in the in the palm trees, right? And then when the ice hits it. They fall right, and the ice weights on these palm trees. They they're, fall.
3: Well, I, I they, they go into some kind of like hibernation state yeah. because it's
6: so cold that they just freeze up and they're in a tree. Oh, so All the
3: pull reptiles, of, yeah, reptiles, cold blooded, fall out of right. a tree. the tree. Repti- reptiles
4: and amphibians so to can the, live I mean, yeah. they live yeah. frozen for a period of time.
3: Person, you know, you what you see this iguana on the ground like this, <laughs> uh, you figure it's dead, <laughs> you know. So my our my friend future f- went and buried a couple, and you know.
1: My future father-in-law would visit family down in uh, Florida, and the iguanas were very destructive. And they used to have him bring his pellet gun to shoot them. So he started a company called Iguana Noana, <laughs> and 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 was the official iguana um, exterminator uh, for his neighbors. Yeah, that's funny. Well, yeah, they're an invasive species. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. Yeah.
3: <clears throat>
5: All
3: right. Hey, listen, and especially down here, you see some of those iguanas are like dinosaurs, man. I mean, they oh, are yeah. just come on giant. Like like yeah. that bigger is bigger than my
4: dogs.
0: I can yeah. see Paul wow. saddle one and ride one. <laughs> I would like to see
6: that. Yeah. Did they have one at Disney? Yeah. <laughs> they probably do. So good new exhibit. Got to think about that.
0: Coop, any other news you want to hit up other than TPE news this week?
6: No, that that was pretty much it. There's a bunch of products that are announced. Some of them are Coop. You'll see some more over the next week. So uh, definitely st- stay tuned on that. There's going to be something. I think some. I think people will be excited this spring for sure.
0: All right, all good stuff today. All right, In our normal closing tradition. It's time to see this week who belongs in a Cigar Insane Asylum
1: welcome to the cigar asylum did you know i'm utterly insane
2: we all go a little mad sometimes
1: where logic and
2: reason cease to exist
0: all right ladies and gentlemen a 49 year old texas woman was arrested and charged for third degree felony last week after she attempted to buy I almost want to have a context anybody want to guess what she attempted to buy what did this woman attempt to buy for a half a million dollars at a Walmart that's the best part it was at a Walmart any guesses
5: I, I know mm. the story, so I'll, uh, I'll exclude myself. Can you start
0: a, from the beginning? A Again, vehicle? There a, a car? A truck? 49-year-old Texas woman was arrested and charged with third-degree felony last week <clears> after <throat> she attempted to buy X for $500,000 at a Walmart. I mean, drugs? Michelle Pauzer, a, ba- a child. A baby, yeah. I say kid. Oh my Rebecca Taylor was charged last week with the sale and purchase of a child, according to NBC Affiliate. The child was with his mother on a self-checkout line in Crockett, Texas when a white woman with blonde hair approached, the affidavit said. The Crockett Police Department did not immediately respond to the insider's request for a comment. It's unclear if Taylor has legal representation or the insider was just unable to be reached for a comment. According to police records, Taylor began commenting on her son's blonde hair and blue eyes. She asked how much she could purchase him for. The mom tried to laugh the comment off thinking Taylor was joking. And then Taylor told her that she had $250,000 in the car. I really would like to know if she really did have $250,000 in the car. <laughs> yeah. That's a real story there. And that she would pay that much for him. The mom told her no amount of money would do. <laughs> oh, my God. i trying to think which one of my kids.
1: How
2: old was yeah. that? <laughs> um,
0: The mother told police that Taylor... I, I'm not seeing an age of the child here. The mother told police that Taylor was accompanied by another woman who asked for the child's name. The mother did not tell either of them the name. She told police, but the two women began to call it out. Taylor told the mother that she had wanted to purchase a child for a long time. The mother told her to stay away from her child and waited for the two women to leave. You, without a doubt, Rebecca Taylor, along in this week's cigar insane wow. so is
2: saved.
5: So is that against the law? She get arrested for soliciting to buy a baby? Her degree felony.
2: Yeah. Really? Yeah, I guess it like, must, must be like a person. Yeah. Kid trafficking? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were trafficking. You, yeah, uh, I'm,
3: I'm. I'm asking for a friend. Totally. Yeah, but yeah. What's What's the going rate on a kid these days? I'm just yeah. curious. Is <laughs> it depends it, on is, the is age.
5: It, is it a sliding scale on yeah, the age was, and sex? It's got to like
1: be the age, Kev, because you figure if you're 500, younger, no. you can't be too attached. So, two hundred fifty grand means that's a good <laughs> deal.
0: Yeah. listen for a half a million dollars i'm saying we got four would we really miss one if they weren't there the i don't know yeah, you
2: could retire yeah
0: <laughs> that's funny listen kerr kevin thank you for joining us this saturday morning great news can't wait to try your uh new silent green cigar i'll be looking for that and kevin looking forward to some trash panda stuff coop thanks for the contribution is every saturday morning catch more with the scoop with coop at uh Hyphen the school. Oh, what's the website?
4: cigar hyphen cigar
0: dot Normally, I say it during a segment and Paul at right, and right. It has it down cigar. <laughs> there's a hyphen in there cigar hyphen And uh, we'll be on next week with Mickey Peg. Now, Mickey Peg, we had him on a while ago when he first started talking about launching his all state cigars. <laughs> the brand's been out there. It'll be good to have him back on, see what's going on, and then we'll have two weeks off. Well, one week, I guess the other week will be The Great Smoke. You always will be watching that. So uh, we thank you for joining us. We hope we made you laugh, entertain you. Maybe you learned a little something. Have a great weekend. and We'll catch you next week. But until then, keep it lit.